0: Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can list these adventures in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. This is the second episode of a companion episode where we have two episodes that are run using the same uh, system and same... Setting and every everything's the same except the players are different and what they do may change the episode entirely So this will be very exciting This will be playing right after the episode. I just ran for new Edo, which is the game we're playing today It's a game where cyberpunk and Edo Japan collide We played this game only once last year and it has a lot of rules So as a bit of a disclaimer, we probably won't do everything perfectly if you enjoy these mechanics You can find New Edo on salty-games.com. Build your own New Edo character and play a game with friends. Speaking of friends, today we are joined by Zidane.
1: Well, hello again, everyone. Back again for another thrilling adventure. I am Zidane Carmichael. Today I have decided to wear an all-black suit because I feel like it just fits the weather that's going on outside right now, I hope. I haven't been outside yet today.
0: And Sadie.
2: Hi everyone i'm I'm Sadie. It's nice to meet you. And then Sadie, uh just this is my not character voice. Sadie is a Macritus elf. That is a word that means they have really long ears. I'm picturing like horizontal from the head, you know, just like perpendicular. <laughs> and she's got long white hair and white skin and blue eyes. She would burn to a crisp if she went outside, so you know, she doesn't go outside much. And she's pretty naive for being 718 years old.
0: And Nog.
3: I'm playing Nog, a flesh golem who does not actually have a voice yet. Uh, Nog is six and a half feet tall, 300 pounds. Um, Skin is kind of grayish uh and uh he is wearing a dark brown suit that is stained with graveyard dirt
0: not just any dirt graveyard dirt <laughs> buy your local department store today <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like all you. those
2: pretentious pre-treated jeans that are like it's already ripped when you bought it.
0: Mm. Right,
3: <laughs> it's already it's pre 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 graveyarded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So that uh, now for a quick synopsis, you took on a job from Pearl in the Sea, a former FBK adventurer who became a warden of the multiverse. She detected a mysterious anomaly in an alternate version of Draws. Or a power level that threatens, with a power level that threatens the multiverse. Pearl promised you a reward for its discovery, a machine that can be used for personal recreation as well as collect money for you over time. After accepting her request for help, she transported you to an alternate version of Draws, the version where magic and technology have combined to create a cyber world that bends to the whims of one's beliefs. You find yourselves in the FBK Guildhall, but it's different from what you're used to. The walls, floor, and ceiling are lit up with flashing neon lights displaying texts and images you don't quite understand. The musky smell of cheap booze coupled with bubblegum-scented vapor hanging in the air does little to cover up the stench of dead fish coming from the kitchen. Unrecognizable instruments play from a high-tech music box and are occasionally drowned out by motorized carriages passing by outside. You see a glowing glass jobs board with text that only appears when you approach.
1: I'm going I'm, I'm to go ahead and approach the glowing box, or approach the box to make it glow.
0: Mm. So you do that, and when you approach, you see all these advertisements for different things, and very similar to the jobs board where you're from, where there'll be random things posted up. You'll see a coupons here and there for people. You'll see some lists and check check boards and whatever, but then sometimes there'll be jobs boards for other, for other jobs, but there are specific ones that NULSAG would put up and post that only you, you and other FBK members would be able to see. And similar to this, you see a text box show, start to appear as you approach it and anyone else that they approach. And it says mission directive, find the mysterious anomaly with multiverse threatening potential current leads. One. The robotics manufacturer SparkWorks Limited has ordered a ton of robotic parts for an unclassified project. Two, a local tech scavenger who squats by the pier is searching for the wreckage of a spaceship from an urban legend. And three, the gang in control of the Coliseum says that when the champion spills the blood of their 100th challenger, they will ascend to godhood. And let me know when you have those written down. Those are the only leads you have. Who put this job
2: flyer up? Like, who wrote this?
0: Um, uh, the Nulasag in this dimension, you would assume.
2: So Nulasag has been keeping an eye out for these leads because why? Like, is this a paying? Okay, so Pearl in the Sea recruited us to do what?
0: To to she detected um, a multiverse threatening anomaly that has a potential potential to <clears throat> excuse me has the potential to threaten the multiverse and has in this uh, in this alternate universe and Noodlesag has been looking for leads he's aware oh. of this as well they're working together okay and these are the leads he he has that have that might lead to this. They don't know where the anomaly is, except it's in this version of Nicomoi somewhere. And these are the leads he has found. The
1: former gladiator in me really wants to go check out the Coliseum King and see what's going on there.
3: I am both intrigued and a little frightened by something called Sparkworks, considering my creator's name is Professor Spark, and they're looking for parts. P-p-p-p-p-p-p-
2: professor spark and you can tell that sadie is just trying not to hide under the table this is overstimulating for her there's too many lights and and sounds oh man
1: oh young sadie it's going to be quite all right listen i think maybe going to a corporate entity is probably not the best idea it's a bunch of scumbags usually up in those towers i don't want to i don't think we should deal with them That seems a little bit above us But if we want to keep it simple, I mean, I know I've got the heart of battle in me and I wish to go to the Coliseum and see what's going on there, but maybe finding this tech scavenger is a little bit more what everyone would be comfortable doing.
3: Nug points at the Coliseum job and and says, "Huh?"
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that's, I mean, Sadie, what would would you be most comfortable doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just... Other than none of it. That's not... Sorry.
2: I'm just glad that y'all are here and that we're together because this is my first adventure.
1: Well, that's true. It is your first time going out into the the adventuring world. I'll let you decide.
2: Oh, gosh. And, like, she pulls her ears, which are, like, Dumbo style, and she, like, rings them. All
1: right. I think going to the tech scavenger is going to be our best (laughs) bet for young Sadie here. So I believe we need to figure out where he is located. And find ourselves to him, or her, or is they. That,
2: is this one, two, or three? One is Sparkworks Limited, two is the pier, and three is the Colosseum.
1: That, that's how I had it written down, yeah?
2: Yeah, is it one, two, like, or three? Two. 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 Okay, so we're going to the pier.
0: Okay. All right, so you've a group decided to go to the pier, keeping all the other options in mind. So, you, you're you approaching the pier. Okay. You head towards the nearby pier where you see piles of metal junk strewn about the place. You hear the sound of banging metal coming from a pile of junk carved out like a cave. Flickering orange lights shoot out from every bang. Above the opening is a neon sign with a few letters flickering in and out reading Ramona.
1: Ramona. (laughs) 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 Excellent attempt. Uh, (laughs) I guess I'll find it. So... So there's the pier that we've approached now. This is a building you just described, right? Or is it just a sign?
0: It's it's a large pile of m- metal scrap, metal and plastic okay. scrap. And it's got, it's sort of dug into. Imagine going to a landfill, like, like a landfill from a cartoon. And you see just the piles <laughs> of garbage. And it's, a, and it's like dug out like a cave. And okay. you can see inside. So it's. Uh, it's it's like a cave inside of a rock face, but instead of a rock face, it's a junk face. <laughs> that makes sense, <laughs> but it's still structured enough to where it could theoretically be a wall, quote unquote. Okay. So, yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Is there anything I can knock on, like as a door or anything like that, or something that could reverberate? I don't want to. Oh, sparge definitely.
0: In. There are plenty of like of metal, like uh, what do you call it? Metal sheets. On the sides, so if you bang on it, it makes a loud echoey reverberation through, uh, throughout. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a lot louder than you were expecting. And you hear echoing from inside, oh, yeah, you can come in. All right, gang. Seems like somebody's home. Let's head on in. Okay. Inside. Follow you in. Inside, you see a devilkin woman hammering away at some metal. She stops to pull up her welding mask to get a good look at you. Revealing her red skin, black hair, and yellow eyes. Yo, do you have some parts? I'm short on creds, but it's if it's good stuff, I'll work something out.
1: Oh no, we don't have any. I'm not a I'm not a parts deliverer. I'm from the fire breathing kittens guild.
0: Oh, okay. So you're here with with some information. Good, good. I was I, I, I went by and I was asking about uh something I I project I've been looking looking into. Trying to get off this hellhole of a planet.
1: Okay. I'm more than happy to listen. Yeah, Information you have.
0: So, yeah, there's the, the, there, are, I'm looking for something, except none of the craziest think it's real. There's this urban legend about a spaceship buried somewhere underneath the town. And that's sort of what I've been putting all of my effort into. I usually go out scavenging for parts and do mercenary work on, on the side, but this has been occupying all my time because. I've gotten I've gotten a lead lately.
1: What is your lead?
0: Well, there are there are multiple things happening around this place, and one one of the places I I, I believe the spaceship might be located is underneath the Sparkworks industrial complex. I feel like that they've got some they've got something going on right now, and they're doing some kind of weird. They've got some unclassified project they're working on, and they're ordering a lot of robotic parts, a lot more than. Than what than what they're usually doing, so they must be playing something big. I think the thing that might be underneath their facility, they found it and they're utilizing it. That's that's what I'm guessing, because from what I hear, this 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 spaceship had some kind of power source of unlimited energy.
2: Hi, I'm Sadie.
0: Oh, what's uh what's your name? well, nice to meet you Sadie. I'm Ramona. And if you happen to find any scrap that looks really good, I, I can pay you something. You, you you look like you're you're out and about and sort of green around the gills. Look like <laughs> looks like you're new new out in this part. You don't look like you belong here.
2: I do not. <laughs> um but so my my question for you is um why do you want to get off the planet? Have you been everywhere on it so far?
0: Every, everywhere is the same these these times. Every everywhere is pretty much the same as like all all these companies do. The companies pretty much run everything around here now. And I just I'm just so tired of of dealing with all the the tech. I don't have much family. I don't have any family left here. I'm trying to and trying to get off this plant so I can go out and explore and discover and do things other than what's here. You look around you. It's all the you look around you with the junk here. Other than the junk and the the ocean out there, and the the large the large corporation buildings, there isn't much left around here.
2: Oh, um, well, I I might have a solution for you. I mean, uh, you could come back with us if you want.
0: Come back with you? Where do you come from?
2: A different universe.
0: <laughs> Whoa, you're one of those universe hopping sort of folks. How? Well, that sounds great. How did you get here? I have a friend. Friends
2: are everything in life, and she looks at Nook and Zidane like just beaming at you guys. And and her name's Pearl in the Sea, and she brought us here. So maybe if you want to leave, you might not even have to find a spaceship.
0: Well, that hmm, she thinks and it's like that's a, that's a good prospect. I like that, but I would rather have a spaceship. But if we can't find one, <laughs> we can't find one, I'll definitely come with you and maybe I'll find a spaceship where you're from.
2: Oh, definitely not. I don't even know what that is.
0: <laughs> a spaceship? You don't know what that... It's it's a, it's a like a... Imagine a carriage, but it's a carriage you can fly out into the stars. And she... Let me show you. And she sort of gestures you out, outside her little cave. She points up at the... At the sky, at the night sky, and there are stars out there. Yeah, all of those are different systems. Like we have draws here, and it revolves around us. A, a star, it revolves around a star, just like those. And think there might be other planets around all those other stars out there. She's pointing, but they're really far away. I really want to explore out there.
2: Sadie pulls at her ears, distressed, and kind of like goes back inside. <laughs> <laughs>
1: too much (laughs) i think think and it's so
0: amazing she doesn't even notice sadie's (laughs) (laughs) she's going on about how she really wants to go exploring the cosmos she seems really enthused about that but she also is very um enthused about taking on your offer of coming with you back to your place if she can't get a spaceship or if the lead doesn't lead to anything
1: well, if you want to show, well, so first off, where is Sparkworks located <laughs> um, from here? How do we get to there from here?
0: It's about a five mile walk from where you're, where you're standing now. Okay. It's, it's connected to the, it's connected to the junkyards that are around the place and, and the main roads. Because of course, with all the robo- robots, prototype robots are making and throwing out, you see a bunch of bunch of junk robots coming <laughs> being thrown out and then wandering into place if they're still alive <laughs> uh. Oh no <laughs> and, if and what do you know of the cult oh. oh are you okay so you're asking ramona this stuff as well or yeah
1: i was asking her
0: yeah. oh oh i apologize i thought you were just asking <laughs> character no, no 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 okay so if you're asking her she said yeah she, she would have said that and said yeah all those robots that Don't make that. Don't make the cut. Get thrown into the robot waste yard. And yeah, it's a pretty dangerous place over there. She points to what used to be what looks like an old junkyard. And it's got all like the biggest metal piles. And you can see some shambling robots obscured in the fog inside. Yeah, that's the robot waste yard. Don't go there. It's real dangerous.
3: Nug just kind of looks at her.
0: I, I didn't quite get that, but. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, they were built by Sparkworks. That's what you're asking. <laughs> it's really difficult to hear what you're saying, but I want to assume what you're trying to ask, but I know you're, you're probably
3: concerned. <laughs> no,
0: nope, I didn't get that. I'm sorry.
3: Nug <laughs> <No>, just shrugs.
1: <laughs> what do you know of the Coliseum gang that wants to ascend to godhood?
0: Oh, yeah, those... Doofuses. Yeah, they're they're they're. I don't know what their whole thing is about, but yeah, that there's also a lead that the spaceship might be underneath the Coliseum as well. Like I said, the spaceship was buried years ago, or when I say years, I mean like a few millennia ago. So it could be anywhere, but yeah, it could be underneath the Coliseum. It could be underneath Sparkworks. I've heard of rumors that that the that the champion guards some big piece of technology underneath the call seam and it might be what you're it might be the spacecraft I'm looking for. And by the way, I don't know exactly what you're coming here trying to trying to learn other than t- to help me. Or is there something you're looking for as well?
1: Well, we're trying to stop uh the end of reality essentially. So Oh, maybe sounds this spaceship cool. is
0: adventurous.
1: Very. Well thank you for your time, Ramona. I think we've got enough information, less Sadie or do you know how to write like questions down <laughs>
3: <laughs> no it was, pulls out a little slate uh and some chalk so you you you, you know there there won't be long questions but yeah you write short things
0: and ramona sees you pulling out the slate with chalk and you're writing something down a question
3: i don't have any questions i just oh, i just pull it questions? out and hold it up as you know to demonstrate that indeed
0: oh uh. Oh wow, that's cool-looking technology. I've never seen anything like that before in these parts. Huh? I mean, I have something that looks similar, and she pulls out a, like a like a futuristic computer tablet with a stylus. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, no, holds out the uh, the slate like to trade.
0: To trade? <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Let me let me try this out. And she takes a look at the thing, and she. Takes the chalk and writes on the slate. Oh, oh, this is so. So she starts just drawing pictures. Wow, how do I save? <laughs> wait, it doesn't have a save function. But wait, uh, it, does, it doesn't go away. Either. Wait, I could. And she wipes the chalk away. Oh, I could draw more pictures. Oh, man, the trade off. Hmm. <laughs> if you want to try to to do the trade, you could roll to barter.
3: Sure, I don't have that skill, but okay. Why
0: not? We learned yesterday you can actually have, if someone has the barter skill, they can roll just their skill dice and add that as an assist.
3: That sounds terrific. I can't help you because I don't
2: have any uh, skill in barter. But if you're, I think it's your reflex number of D10s, so you can roll it as a base without any skill. Mm -hmm. Um, Zidane, do you have any stats in the barter skill?
1: I have banter and commerce.
0: Oh, commerce is probably what I was thinking. So I have a D4.
2: <laughs> that can add to Nook's roll. And uh, what does banter use as its core trait?
1: Uh, banter you is reflex. Commerce? Com- commerce is perception. Presence. Perception, sorry. Perception.
2: All right. What are you best at, Nook? Power. Uh, no, I mean like of the options. <laughs> Do you want to use commerce or...
3: I-, I have no skill in either of those, so...
2: Perception and and reflex
3: and okay, all right. Um perception and reflex are both twelve. Heart is twenty three.
0: Whatever commerce's commerce skills okay. skill is. So I believe What it's, is commerce skill? Commerce's stat is perception, you said?
1: Uh commerce's perception, yes.
0: Mm. Okay, I have a twelve in that. I don't know. So you know you'd what roll that a D D10. ten. A D10. Mm. And you add and then I, Zidane's D four roll. Let's see what happens. I didn't know if well, I got a one. Oh,
1: uh, got <laughs> <had> a three.
0: <laughs> mm, she cuts her loss, or she thinks about it. She's like, "Well, there's no safe function, and I don't know how I'm going to be able to continue doing business with my associates over the over the Wi-Fi if there's if this doesn't have Wi-Fi." It's really cool technology, though, and she hands it back to Nook.
3: And and Nug, Nug has been playing with the tablet that she. That, you know, because they they traded for a minute. And mm-hmm. When Noog hands it back, there's like a uh, the beginnings of um, uh, uh, of a poem, song, something written out. Uh, it's it's really rough, but um, uh, it's a gift.
0: Oh, in that case, can you roll performance for that? Just for, sure. It's weird, but performance for the poetry.
3: Yeah. Okay. If so you like. That I actually have a skill point in. Um, I, so it's, I have a D6 in that. Do I roll just that?
0: A D6 and your the st- associated stat. So I believe it's presence. Yes. Okay. And what's your presence score at? 16. So it'd be a D10 and a D6. Okay. I believe is what you said. You had just a D6 in performance.
3: Yep. Okay. Uh, so I got a total of 13.
0: Oh, perfect.
3: I got a 10 on the 10. Does that explode?
0: Yes. So you can roll it again.
3: Okay, so that's another seven. So 20.
0: Oh, tw- wow. <laughs> Let me take a look. Let me check something. Oh, yeah. So you you hand that back to her. She says, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. And she sees what you wrote down. And she starts reading it very thoroughly. And she looks very intrigued and says, wow, you you have a hard time speaking, but you have a lot, a lot of good things to say. I wish I could. Are you looking for something to help you speak? Huh? Well, I've got... Well, it doesn't work anymore, but I'll show you. And she reaches in, and she picks out something, so, some kind of device that looks like a choker that goes around your neck. And she says, "This thing's busted, but it comes from Sparkworks, and it's a voice modulator. Though it only fit, it, you can only it only allows you to say three words or whatever for things that can't speak, but they think it. Maybe you can ah. find one there at Sparkworks if you're heading there."
3: Uh, so Nog takes it and and bows uh, uh, to her very thankfully.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not they're not that very good at helping communication, but it helped a little. Uh huh. So it seems like something you would really want. I I hope you can find something where you can speak you know, speak clearly and fluently like this in the future because you've got quite quite a way with words. <laughs> oh. Don't be so modest. <laughs> anyway, let me know if you find any leads on that spaceship. And if you and if you can't and you have to go back home, please come back and, and get with me, Sadie. I really want to join. come back with you guys. Of course.
1: Well, then I think our next destination, unless anyone objects, I guess we don't have a choice. We should probably go to Sparkworks unless people want to go to the Coliseum and see what the Coliseum gang might have to say.
0: <laughs>
3: no draws a little sketch of of a coliseum on on the on the slate like like yes this device is really cool but avoiding sparkwork seems like a really great idea <laughs>
1: what do you say sadie
2: i've never been to a coliseum before
1: oh they're great they're fantastic places Let's, uh, I guess we're heading to the Coliseum. That actually sounds like a better idea, too. I still really don't want to go to Sparkworks.
0: So, you're heading to the Coliseum. You approach the location of Nicomoy's Coliseum. However, everything outside the walls is buried under rubble. The immediate area is a war torn by gang rivalries, and the Coliseum is their proving grounds. The sounds of gunfire and motorized carriages bellow from out of the stadium, Followed by an occasional buzzer and a roaring crowd.
2: It is somehow even louder here than it was in the world in general.
1: (laughs) Zidane's right at home. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The first first thing I'd like to do is try and find whoever looks to be the most important person uh, here. Whoever looks like they're given the orders and... That's basically what I want to start with. I don't want to approach anyone yet. I just want to find them. I'm going to visually find them first.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you would see, you'd know, you'd go through the front door and there'd be the line, concession concession line and then there's the line to get tickets to go in. And there's also the manager who's set up to take in entrance. So those are the places you, you would understand and know where to go through the front entrance. So if you were looking to enter the Coliseum, like you know officially you'd go there or if you just want to barge in you could but you know there'd be some guys guarding people from just waltzing in right but those are pretty much your options and there are also hallways going deeper into the coliseum that you know like the the deeper points you, you, you know this coliseum very well there are places that go deeper into the coliseum and under it
1: now i think we should go in uh Regularly, we shouldn't like barge our way in because then it's really obvious we're up to something at that point. So I think we keep, we just kind of lay it low. We just go through, we pay like normal, and then we just kind of have to figure out where to go from there.
2: A uh, question about the scenery and the environment. What are the rival gang colors?
0: Oh, the rival gang colors. Oh, that's yeah. a good question. I, w- if you're talking about, if you're talking about colors, I would imagine it's just. Red and blue, just go with some classics. But they're all wearing your typical Mad Max sort of rags and just spikes and just weird whatever sort of post-apocalyptic looking attire. But also dusters and cool leather jackets. It's a mix of, of certain things in this in this post-cyber apocalyptic world. So... Am I wearing red or blue or any of us party members? I'm just... Let's do
2: a quick outfit check, everybody.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Brown suit stained with graveyard (laughs) dirt.
2: Excellent.
3: (laughs) All
0: black.
2: (laughs) All right. I now have been wearing a yellow dress. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Okay. Everyone's neutral. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but there is a definite color scheme between the two main gangs or other smaller gangs of different colors, but they would, that you guys stick out like, or blend in depending on how, how, how like if you're wearing like a duster jacket or something, you blend in pretty well with just normal crowd, but you guys don't look like gang members. So even if your colors were to match, like, it's very obvious that you're not there. I'm wearing yellow. Cause I represent this small yellow gang faction. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. But it's good to note, yeah. The daisy chain gang. <laughs> I was just thinking of okay, gang
2: Three sons.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But yeah, I guess just um, how much does it cost to get in?
0: Oh, so you go to the front desk and <laughs> talk to the manager that's behind the desk. Oh, well, it doesn't really cost anything to get in. It It, it all depends on how strong you are, if you can convince me. This is much oh. different than what you're used to. You don't actually pay to enter. You actually have to sort of just stalk your way in, prove your worth, and convince the manager here. He's a pretty buff, dude. Pretty rough and tumble. He says most people that enter in, you know, they they come in, they get their pay, and then they and then they leave if they survive.
2: <laughs> um. Well, I. I... I don't think I'm much of a fighter, but I might have something that you might be interested in. And I, I take out a really pretty crystal. It looks like a quartz crystal. And I'm like, this is 5-alpha, 6-alpha, 8 di dihydro, de- 4-5-epoxy, epoxy 3 methoxy, 17 methylmorphinin 6 oil. Give it a lick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lady, you scare me. And yeah. I like that. Let me take a look at that quartz and lick it. And he looks it. What does it taste like? Codeine. <laughs> Wait, did you say coding or coating?
2: It tastes like now your tongue's numb.
0: Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> And you <he's>... feel
2: good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lady, you don't look like you're a fighter, but you definitely got my vote. You go in there and you kill all the Because <laughs> <laughs> this is some good stuff. You convinced me. But now these guys is looking at... Nook and Zidane, you still got convinced me with this lady she's she's definitely the leader of this group, isn't she?
2: And he's just like keeping the
0: crystal. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't remember what the hell you just called this, but I don't like it. You're gonna have to give me more
2: <laughs> oh you can you can you can you can keep that one if you want I've got more
0: <laughs> <laughs> how is Sadie feeling after this? Is she hyped up to go to the Coliseum now? He's really hyping her up as this big important person i'm just wondering
2: oh no i just like crystal i like shiny rocks <laughs>
0: <laughs> sadie's Sorry. just doing her best <laughs> yeah but sadie, <laughs> with what, sadie was didn't. that rock yeah you convinced him
1: i used to be quite the gladi- gladiatorial champion myself back in the day uh that's basically my my pedigree on that i don't know if there's a version of me that existed in this universe or not but i am well trained in using edged
0: weapons I see. Yeah.
1: I don't have fancy rocks on my disposal to, uh, no fancy rocks on me to do anything. So,
0: well, let's see if you can find some, just is like, tell me about your, you say you're a gladiator. Tell me about your experiences. Some of your, some of your, uh, some of your, some of your past experiences, your fights you've had.
1: Well, there was one fight that I had where I, this one guy kept coming up to fight me repeatedly uh, and I kept besting him every time because I honestly felt a little bad for him. But uh, his father, on the other hand, didn't agree with that and then froze me in time for 200 years and uh, and just kind of let me go. But uh, let me stay there for a while. I am I'm missing past patches of my memory. But I was also one time where I was in a chariot battle. I was on the ground and there was four guys in chariots. Wow. And That's... then I was able to take out all four chariots.
0: Well, that sounds similar to our champion. Actually, you might be—you might be just like him. We'll—we'll—we'll we'll, we'll, we'll put you in. We'll put you in. Yeah, that's—that's that's inspiring. What about you? You look big and tough. <laughs> Directing his attention to Nog.
3: So, um, I would like to use one of my enhancements, my augmentations. Ooh. Okay. I have an emotional intent inverter that causes anxiety. Ooh. So, I want to turn that on? mm Hmm and then i want to use my frightened rote nice so without saying anything i'm just going to loom over him until he wets himself
0: (laughs) (laughs) roll roll um an intimidation skill check
3: okay so that's a d6 and then that adds to my perception right or performance Mm -hmm. or um uh, not performance uh presence
0: Mm -hmm. okay and you roll with advantage I don't know if the augmentations gave you anything, but I would imagine you to get at least an advantage if it doesn't.
3: Uh, it actually... Um, uh, well, the anxiety uh, increases their uh, target number by three. Um, so I guess their ability to resist would be... Right. And then the, on the rote, mm-hmm. it's they... they um, They could attempt to overcome with heart and survival... Uh, equal to my casting roll, but also plus three oh, because of the um,
0: roll. Argument. Roll your um, cast your rote because, okay, okay. So for your rote, let me let me look it up real quick.
3: So the skill for for the for frighten is intimidate.
0: Okay, so there's no rolling a skill for any. So you'd, yeah, casting skill intimidation. So what you would roll? What's your shimpy rank? That's one of your stats. It's on the right of all your stats. Five. Five. Oh, it's. We'll just make it a one. That's fine.
2: Can I? Can I ask for the listener? Can you guys read out loud? What are you doing? Like, can you read the frightened skill?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So the frightened r- wrote ah, um, wrote. So it's a spell. Okay. It's a spell. Yeah. Got it. Uh, it's basically like having fear. <clears throat> uh, the target becomes afraid of you. On each of their turns, they may attempt to overcome their fear using a full action to roll heart plus survival versus a TN target number equal to your casting role once they succeed the effects of the rote end. Uh, And as a setup, I wanted to engage my emotional intent inverter aug, which uh, emits a broad spectrum burst that causes everyone within a five M radius five meter radius with a heart score less than 30 to become highly anxious (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Oh <laughs> He is strong enough to cause hesitation and uncertainty in affected targets, and during any conflict scenario, this effect raises the target number of any affected creature's ro- rolls by three uh, for aug rank turns, which is just one. Note that this ability affects your allies in range unless you have rank two or higher, which I don't, so um, <laughs> that's a good reason for me to go last after you all have already entered the uh, Coliseum. Yeah.
0: So with your Frighten roll you roll a D ten for from Shimpy and then roll your intimidation skill dice, which I believe you said was a D6 or a D eight.
3: It's a D six and then I I mm-hmm. have the f- yeah.
0: Um Noog is Nug is casting Frighten, which yeah, is a rope. Sp- what happens it's is after after Noog rolls to to see what it is, the T N roll, the target number for Frighten is ten. So Nug has to roll at least a 10 to cast Frighten.
3: Okay, so I got a 8.
0: Oh, 8 total? Yeah. Okay. So you weren't able to... You, unfortunately, you weren't able to cast Frighten.
3: Do I do I get Blake to use my my Fear cami, which gives a plus 2 to Intimidate?
0: Uh, Yeah, that works. Then I got a 10. There you go. So, yeah, he's frightened. He's cowering from... Hey from you and everyone around you is kind of put uneased by noobs yeah. intimidation just standing over top it, yeah the the it's just the fear is palpable you can you can fear or you can feel this is not a normal human this is this is so this is something uh this is an abom- abomination from from the undead of the undead and everyone is sort of put on edge even your party members might feel a little. A little little fearful he, the way at the way you're standing and towering over now just to show him yeah that, to show this guy that you are intimidating he goes uh, uh, he, can't, he can't even say you're good
3: i just walk by
0: him and he's, yeah and, and he, as
3: i do i i call over my like you know over my shoulder and i wave ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> everyone is a couple people in, in line to go go uh, uh, uh.
3: <laughs> a few people decide not to go to the Coliseum today very abruptly.
0: Yes. <laughs> so you guys have made your are able to actually go into the Coliseum now, or you guys are entered into the Coliseum. You'll be facing off against Honda Domeki, who is the champion of this Coliseum, and a few of his cohorts.
2: Is there like an audience area? <laughs> oh yeah i'm just really i'm feeling more nervous than i usually do and i, yeah. I think you have this covered you seem like you're great at this i'm just
0: is a place for you to sit in the audience
3: yeah do you guys want to like um we don't have to fight do we i i i take a i, I notice sadie's Behavior and I and I double check my my uh, emotional intent inverter and make sure it's off. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like you know, like the double check. Like, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Like, am I causing this anxiety? Apparently not.
1: Well, I mean, there's nothing saying that we have to fight right away. There's other challengers. I'm sure we can see how this goes. We know who the champion is. He's probably going to be the best person to talk to. Whether or not he'll talk to us without fighting him is a completely different story, though.
2: Isn't that is it just a question? So, like, when you're fighting in the arena, uh, you're, you're probably not able to guard the thing that you're supposed to guard, right? So shouldn't we, like, find out where it is that they guard the thing? And then, like, when they go to fight, we can investigate with them absent?
0: Uh.
1: Fair point. Oh, well, well, they let, need to fight, though.
2: Let, let's go to the to the room with the star on it. On the door,
1: right? Uh, Maybe it's yeah. in there. <laughs> That's the plan. Let's go find the room with the star.
3: <laughs> um, until I writes something on, on a on the slate for and shows it to Zidan. Um, uh, and it just says provoke another group question mark?
1: That would be a viable distraction.
3: Ooh,
2: and there are already gangs that hate one another. This will be easy.
0: <laughs> so let me get this straight. You guys are wanting to start a gang war? Or... <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe. Okay.
3: You know. It's a distraction. <laughs> We're here to save the multiverse with the good guys. <laughs>
0: All right, so if that's the the plan, how do you, or if that's the case, how do you plan on doing that? So, the, so the, the <laughs> going to see the champion before he goes to fight was just an option, and now you guys are going with starting a gang war instead. Am I getting this right, or are you still going to see the champion? I'm just curious what you guys are going to, how you guys are going to approach this.
1: So I think, I mean, I was geared up to. To be the distraction, um, <laughs> so you guys can do. uh You guys would be able to do the the sneaking and the snooping. Uh, but starting gang war does sound fun, but we didn't. Did we bring anything with us? Is the thing to do that because we're not wearing colors that are the correct ones. And
2: here's my plan. Okay, there's a bunch of dressing rooms. Dressing rooms have gang paraphernalia in them, or should we just like move them around? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the simplicity. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Hey, you didn't tell me you were a fan of them idiots. <laughs> Who are you calling an idiot? Ugh. Yeah, I can see it.
1: All right, that's our new plan. And if that doesn't work, then I'll help us go be the distraction.
3: <laughs> I'm kind of envisioning this as sort of like a soccer hooligan gang level <laughs> of...
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, yeah, it's, it's like looking they, like it. Like, they just kind of fight every week. So, you know, like, this is this is just easy to provoke. Really, you just need a catchy song. If only oh. we had a bard. No, if only we had a bard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I only had a bard. <laughs> Ooh,
2: okay. So, plan. Possibility. Nuch does a catchy song. We... The, um, interested newbies go to the dressing rooms to meet and talk to people. And if they're not present, we'll swap their stuff. And if they are present, we'll gather information that'll work. And then maybe we'll figure out where this, there's a rumor, the champion is guarding something. Maybe we'll figure out where it is. It might not be in the champion's dressing room, but that's a good place that all champions have together. Like all champions share that dressing room or maybe a trophy or maybe like something what do you get when you're the champion? So that's what we'll be investigating with people. And then Nick will be with us or like somewhere else. Oh, yeah, with us, because then you can like be, these hallways are kind of narrow. You can be like blocking the line of sight, you know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's I like, the plan. I like how in the, we're, we're, uh, we're concerned about line of sight in this, in this, uh, in this game. I'm I'm just I'm a pillar.
0: <laughs>
2: 95% coverage behind me. Yep. you
0: just so are just a pillar of full cover. I love it. <laughs> well, take it away, Nug. Mm. Whip
1: out a whip out something to <laughs> distract them.
0: ha 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 Uh, (laughs) beautiful
2: oh meanwhile we're in the hallway and like a bunch of you know competitors are like sticking their heads out right looking Hmm. at that Hmm. they start saying don't stick their heads out and which rooms do
0: oh um a couple of the One's on the left side of the hallway, stick their heads out and say, "We will, we will, Rocky," <laughs> in response to Noog's uh, performance. And then there, there don't seem to be anyone in the right rooms, but Yet. the ones in the left rooms are, che- are cheering. <laughs> the ones in the left, the ones in the left room are cheering. The ones in the right rooms, or that well, it doesn't appear to be anyone in there. But there definitely seems to be a commotion going down the halls. And you can definitely tell by doing that. Which which rooms are filled and which ones are empty? Great. So and they're
2: riled up now. So like woo, mm-hmm. woo. Question for Zidane's player: Do you sneak? No. Yeah, I don't sneak either. <laughs> nope. Um. So <laughs> maybe I I'll give you a help. Right? How do you assist other people? You add your skill dice, and yeah, I don't have any skill dice in sneaking, so mm-hmm. I can. Can I roll a perception check? That's because I get plus one on all my perception rolls, and then I'll point out the room to, for Zidan to sneak into, and I'll yeah, keep an Yeah,
0: that, that works. We had okay. we had a similar thing happen yet last yes yesterday, where someone used a different skill to assist with another skill, but it made sense. I believe it was oh go for his weak spot. I'm going to roll my unarmed to point out weak spots for your attack, which ah. isn't unarmed, but it was a different skill for a different assist. But it it worked just like that, which I don't know if it's allowed, but it makes sense. Yeah. So you're using perception to aid in someone's stealth. Got it.
2: Yeah. I just want to like see if there's anyone in those rooms using my perception skill because I get a plus one to my final roll with my sunshine kami, because I'm so, so shiny and not at all sneaky. So <laughs> um, so I, can I roll 2d10 and then um, see? Oh, it's, it's, the, just the, the, it's, just
0: a, it's just a skill dice though. Perception?
2: Oh. It's one of my core traits.
0: Oh, you're talking about, per- let's see. It would have to be, that's uh, fine. You can roll, you can roll 2d10.
2: So I have a 21 in perception, right? So that would be 2d10? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm going to roll 2d10. And the idea is I'm going to add one to the end of it because of my sunshine kami. Mm-hmm. And then that'll point out the room for Zidane to sneak into. And then I'll add like, like a, keep an eye out. So I'm hiding behind Nook and I'm looking around as, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a seventeen. Wow. So um, nice. maybe like I can see that the lights are off underneath one of the doors.
0: Oh yeah, you can you can you can tell looking at the doors and less and listening at perceptions is not just sight; it's also hearing. You can you can you hear the we will we will rock you from all the all the doors except for a couple on the right, and in one of the ones on the right, you can hear footsteps. It seems like there's just just someone in there, but in another one, you can definitely tell. The lights are off. You're not hearing anything. No one in there, as far as you're aware, would be trying to keep quiet. It's either people not paying attention or not caring. Or in this case, with that room, it is completely empty and free to go into.
2: Okay. I use hand gestures and subtle, you know, not conveyed using words to be like, not that one with the one with the footsteps in it. And I'm keeping an eye out at the people sticking their heads out as Mm -hmm. you explore.
1: Yeah, I'll just head on into the room that has nobody in it then.
0: All right. So you head in there and you see your typical well, not typical for you, typical for this universe. Just your lockers with people's clothing in it. They're they they're out in the Coliseum now, presumably doing their fights and doing what, what they what, what they're doing in the Coliseum. And all of their out of Coliseum garb is in the lockers, aka their gang attire. And of course you see all of the one (laughs) color of this gang. You look and you see on one, on one of these gang outfits, it's the main gang outfit in this area is sort of the sunny orange and they're known as the Capri Suns. (laughs) So this seems to be the locker room for gang members of the Capri Suns.
2: I love it. What were the rivals that Nook said earlier? (laughs)
0: The Capri Suns and the Daisy Chain Gang.
2: Nice, bitter enemies to the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this—the only outfits you see in this room right now are the Capri Suns outfits.
1: Okay. Um, this is going to be a really off-the-cuff kind of question, but are there any, uh, like, writing implements in here of some kind? Conveniently, where there happened to be paint in here.
0: <laughs> Ooh. What would be a good. You know what? Go ahead and roll. <laughs> there's no re. You're not rolling fate to see. Go ahead and roll a D100. This will be sort oh. of just for okay. luck.
1: Where's my percentile? There you are. That is an 87.
0: You rolled high enough. Yeah. You actually do see. Um, wouldn't necessarily. Co- well, yeah, there's spray paint of different colors. Now, there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i uh i take off my jacket i roll up my sleeves i grab one of the um whatever the 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 sun the sunflower the the ch- daisy chain gang colors i'm assuming it's a yellow of some kind you
0: would you would see some anti-paraphernalia like hanging around that's like screw these guys and you, you see their logo and the colors they use but you see like a red x or like like a like a, like a bullet shot or um a target reticle over them like screw these guys sort of okay. things around so you can see what colors the daisy chain gang has
1: okay so i'm going to grab their color of spray paint mm-hmm. And Which I'm going is to sort
0: of light yellow and just bright happy yellow and then you've got this gritty rusty orange for the capri suns okay
1: now i need the i need the 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 yellow color because I'm gonna you know take off my jacket, roll up my sleeves, grab the spray paint can. I'm gonna write and just spray in huge letters on the wall. Capri sucks. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs>
0: that's good. That hits home <laughs> because it sounds like sun, but it's a different word. It's a word that means they It's a bad word to say. It sucks. That's bad. It's, oh, yeah. they're going to me <laughs> so upset.
1: <laughs> and then I'm also gonna spray their clothes with the yellow spray paint. No. So. Taking care to not not the designer
0: dusters. No, so do that.
1: (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, then I just put the can back. Uh, Mm -hmm. then I put, I get myself put back together, and then I'm just gonna walk out Mm -hmm. as stealthily as I can.
0: (laughs) So the bat, the 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 battle has begun. Just just look like you belong there. It's fine. Carry a clipboard. nobody will
3: stop
2: you <laughs> oh my gosh there's this like video on just carry a ladder into places and you can go anywhere yeah
0: mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing that yeah if you're carrying something oh if you run around the fire exting- extinguisher no one will stop you you can run <laughs> anywhere <laughs> so long as yeah. you're carrying a fire extinguisher no one will stop you
1: and this is real quick brief thing here when a, a mall I used to work at it's how people would steal stuff out of Sears they would just bring a dolly
0: Yeah, just <gasps> act
1: like they knew mm. what they were doing and just lift cases out <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> anyway. And as soon as you exit that room, accomplished, that other room that was empty, you happen to know someone's about to step out of it now?
1: Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to act like I belong here because I know how to mm. to mesh with this kind of crowd. So I'm just straightening oh. up my uh, my clothes and We're all just singing walking. Along. Yeah, everyone's distracted.
0: Mm. And out of that door comes a custodian who... Has like a mop bucket and cleaning supplies. Just got done cleaning that room. He looks over like and says, oh, you came out of that room. Does that room need cleaning?
1: Nope, sure doesn't.
0: Oh, good. I was wanting to get on my break. Thank you. Oh,
1: you're welcome. Take your break. Have an ex. Have a Reuben sandwich while you're on your break.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you. Man, you're, you're great. You must be. Huh. He narrows his eyes and says, hmm, you look kind of familiar. Anyway, well, thank you anyway. And he heads on his way and goes back. Uh, where he's from, where he's going.
1: Right, then I'm going to approach uh, Sadie and say, "Well, Sadie, I have accomplished our goal. Now we just have to wait for these competitors to come back, and chaos will commence."
2: That's great.
1: <laughs> now come, let's let's watch the festivities.
2: Yeah, Nuga is performing and is doing a great job, and everybody's like cheering, and we're just blending in.
0: So are all three of you going to be in the audience just kind of waiting for things to play out? Is that that the plan, or are you guys standing somewhere else?
2: I do have a question. Were we able Mm -hmm. to tell which one is the champion's room?
0: Uh, The champion's room is nowhere to be seen, but you could ask... I remember you guys saying you are going to ask around for information.
2: Yeah, I could fangirl. Okay, I'm going to fangirl. All right, so as Noog's excellent song wraps up and everyone's in a great (laughs) mood, I have... I think it's it's normal to have like a paper and a pen, but it would be like a quill and parchment. So I'm not gonna bring that out
0: in this world. Oh yeah, interesting technology like the slate and chalk. They're go they're gonna like that stuff. <laughs> you guys are um, hipsters.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm not even. I'm gonna try to blend in. So I'm just gonna be like, okay, take a deep breath. It's okay. You got this. And I'm gonna talk to a stranger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna like. <laughs> I'm gonna, like Go to a gladiator. Um, unfortunately, I think I would be more comfortable talking to a female stranger, so a female gladiator. And I'm going to say, um, hi. <laughs> "Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> um, do, do you know? Uh, do you know where the the champions room is?
0: I was really hoping to meet them." Oh, the the champion. Yeah, he's. Uh, listen. The champion has his own separate room underneath the coliseum. That's private. That's that's what you get when you become the champion. Oh, look! Look, she's looking at you. Oh, are you? Are you one of the fighters here? Oh gosh, to...
2: no, no, I'm a fan. I was hoping just to see. I just want to. I just want to see him close up. I've seen him from a distance fighting, and so I just, I was just hoping to say hi.
0: <laughs> well, he might be. He might be done with his fight after a while, but there might be. There might be. He, depending on what happens, yeah, he. He, you might be able to see him but there's a large there's a large crowd and I don't think you look like someone who's good with large crowds
2: Oh gosh no no I could just um maybe be near his room where's that?
0: Like I could say it's underground but there are guards uh, looking looking after it but it, it'd be a, if you're really trying to get a peek you, you could try to sneak in I won't let anyone know you're on your way but like I say if guards catch you underground, Sneaking in there, the they'll they will uh apprehend you. That means they're gonna put their hands on you. So I wouldn't if you're not a fighter, I wouldn't recommend it. But oh, if I, you, I wouldn't it, want that, but like maybe if I just want to drop off like a gift, like
2: a fruit basket or something, where would that be? I was just like just curious. You can give you can leave is the that, fruit like, basket. Is that like to the left? Is it down that hallway or is it that way? And I, I'm pointing.
0: <laughs> she points back where the manager's uh area was the guy that beat himself because he was so scared of Nook. She voices, you can leave it at the front desk over there, but if you want to, I'll, I'll do my best to get a signature for you if the, if that's something you want.
2: Oh gosh, thank try you. Try to help you. Yeah, <laughs> try to help and, you. Yeah, and then I leave because she's not helpful at all. Oh. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we just try to go downstairs when stairs are available, guys. I don't know. That didn't help.
1: <laughs> it's a step in the right direction, at least. So We know where to go. But something tells me that most of the regular run-of-the-mill fighters don't get to go down to the lower levels very often. Can, so, I, can yeah. I
2: retcon something? Mm-hmm. Can Zidane have gotten a fruit basket from that room? Because <laughs> then we can deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet.
1: Cool. I-, I have a fruit basket.
0: It's a fruit basket, but it's, but it's new fruit. Like, cyber, it's the, the cyber fruit, so it comes in little... Silver pouches of Capri Sun. <laughs> so it's the Capri Sun fruit basket.
1: Wonderful.
2: Terrifying.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: All right. Let's deliver this to the champion.
1: All right. I'll, yeah, let's head on to the basement then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got to get out of here before they start punching people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: On your way to the basement... Um, you see some guards <laughs> running up and with with some weird cubicle device or holding your hands that's making a lot of staticky <laughs> like noises and they're rushing and they rush past you. They don't even pay attention to you. And behind you, you can start, you start to hear like fighting gunfire and like just screaming and punching. <laughs> it seems like there's a <laughs> big commotion going on. Do you want to investigate? Nope. What could have possibly happened? <laughs>
1: i have an idea
0: (laughs) but from the looks of it all the security from that area is just rushing past you in that direction in the direction you came
3: i i do the the like step to the side and let them pass as they're rushing towards us in the you know like i like i've delivered things this is like this this used to be my job is deliver stuff so like you know just get out of their way let them go it's totally cool the fruit basket you, is our clipboard.
0: You, <laughs> you step to the side to let them pass. One of the ones that the one the end straggler is like really hamming up, like I I am a super a secret spy agent. And he has got his gun. And he's looking between the halls, even though he shouldn't be. And he comes up to you. doesn't even notice like, that you're a person. And he yep. thinks you're full cover. And he silos behind you and looks around you, I, looking I, I around. Just, I and just then I just pause. I just pause
3: and like I let that happen.
0: And he continues he's really hammering it up
3: he's got his he's got his gun sideways
0: oh yeah he's ready he's ready for action he's gonna be the first one down yeah his name's wilhelm
3: does he scream
0: oh yeah he screams he's gonna be the first one down everything oh it's so funny but yep it's clear down in the basement
1: Well, I guess we're finding the room with a star on the door. That's where we're going to deliver this gift basket full of Capri Suns.
0: (laughs) Start making your way down into the basement. And it's winding and it starts getting less technological and more familiar. Something that you're, the Don, you're used to with the Coliseum. It, It turns from the normal metal walls to stone walls and you start getting lower and lower there's still some of this future tech around here but definitely seems as though you're delving like sort of ex- excavating like old ancient ancient ruins to to a point and you get down to a, a a door at the end of a hallway with a star on it with the name champion hondo domeki is the door trapped <laughs> <laughs> mm. Good question. Does anyone have any skills for checking for traps?
3: I can heal you guys after you get burnt up by that trap. My skill for checking for traps is to set off a trap.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're set. (laughs) Yeah, we're (laughs) fine.
3: As long as you you don't die. (laughs) Look, (laughs) that's a temporary condition for me. Come on. (laughs) Perfect.
0: (laughs) So, no... You go to open the door, Mm -hmm. you turn the knob and click, click, it's locked. (laughs) I'm very big.
3: I have augments on my arms and legs. I do not think it is locked for
0: very long. Right. (laughs) Then Let's see it. I'm going to
3: pick the lock with my shoulder.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. So do you have any augmentations that give you bonuses or would that, that'll that just be I'm thinking of an athletics check?
3: I'll take that athletics. Um I mm-hmm. have leg implants that increase my lift modifier um and give me plus two to two D four to athletics rolls. I also have arm implants. Ooh.
0: There you go. I'm so big the arm and I'm strong. <laughs> there's <thing>. like
3: there's <laughs> like one thing I do well. <laughs>
0: So you are going to break down this door. And like I say, it's not high-tech magnet locked door. It's just a normal locked door. Cool. Something primitive because of this primitive area you're in.
3: So I use power, right? Mm Because it's athletics, which is Mm -hmm. my power is 23. So that's 2d10. Is that right?
0: Plus your athletic skill. And then you get plus 2d4 from.
3: There you go. So, okay. So let me do my, okay. I got, uh on that uh, plus a nine so that's 22 and then two, oh, wait hold on sorry that was plus a five so it was 18 and then 2d4 another six for a total of uh 24
0: 24 i think yeah oh yeah that that definitely makes it you just effortless how, how do how do you describe um lock picking the store quote unquote
3: I, I, yeah, like you know, I I put my hand on the on the doorknob and I, I turn it and it and it you know does not click, does not make the the sound of a of a door opening, um and and then I just kind of shove with my shoulder a little you know, oof, and then it opens surprisingly.
0: Wow, I'd imagine the lock just kind of breaks through, it yeah. makes a bit of a noise, but. It's very effortless. Yeah. You hear the click from the lock and you just, oh, I just got to push a little hard.
3: Yeah. It's it's <laughs> just stuck, really. For me, it's just stuck. This isn't like a, you know, six inch deadbolt, clearly. Like this is just mm-hmm. a, a, this is just a stuck handle, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. And Not that anyone could understand the story if I tried to tell it.
0: So that's what your party members see. You just effortlessly push in a locked door. <laughs> Zidane applauds eh? well let's drop off our basket
3: <laughs> I open the door wide
0: you open up and it lets out this musky smell of just So it looks like there's been some vape in here it's, it's a nice pleasant smell but it's musky and it's foggy and as the fog kind of clears up and you turn on some lights it's got some traditional lights here and there but you look around and Zidane you happen to notice a lot of this stuff looks like stuff you would have owned. This looks like interesting. This almost looks like you, a room you would have if you you were to champion in the Coliseum. Familiar clothes, familiar um, amenities. Weren't some things that Sedan likes to keep in his room, some day-to-day things because you would notice a uh, bunch of that here.
1: He always kept uh well, actually the clothing thing happened after he came back, but uh no, he would have had like a display of like his his weapon choices, you know, for the day. He liked to keep a variety going uh, back in his gladiatorial days, mm-hmm. keep the audience mm-hmm. uh, on their toes. That would have been the main thing: shields mm-hmm. uh, that he that would have been very untouched because he doesn't like using them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like a spot where like uh like where all of his like a trophy case, like <laughs> of all of his <laughs> trophies would have been.
0: Oh, that's true. You see things that are very similar, and you get this feeling of déjà vu looking in this in this room. You see schedules for when to use weapons, which is something you are always teased for doing yourself. But it was like this day I'm going to use this weapon. This day I'm going to use this weapon. I don't care if my opponent this day is going to use this that uh, overcomes this weapon. I'm going to use it, and it's going to look good. And then you come to the trophy case, and it's and it's like, oh, this is trophies like in displayed exactly how I do it. This guy you get the feel like this guy know what he's doing i like it and then you read on the trophies you notice that they don't have the name honda Domeki but they have the name Zedane carmichael hmm. well friends it appears i'm the champion uh... <laughs> <laughs> on service level yes
2: out of character i'm excited because all this stuff is bioactivated you've got the right retinas for the scan <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nug t- takes out his, his slate and, and says, sorry about your door.
1: That's <laughs> uh, fine. I'm sure we can get a new one. <laughs> hmm. And then that's the, so like, if I look around the room, all I see is stuff with like my name on it and things.
0: Yes. The champion's room, the door leading in that <laughs> Nug had broken through, had the name champion Honda, Honda, Honda. Honda, Honda I, I can't remember the name. Domeki. The last, Domeki thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I could think of the first consonant. Honda Domeki on the champion's door. But inside, it's a lot of stuff for Zidane Carmichael.
1: It's a fascinating turn of events. Now, are there years, like, written down on these things?
0: There are years, but they're they're not years. They they, they say cycles, and they have, like, a, a certain four-digit number point, another three digits. It's re- It's really weird counting in this universe. There's no real gauge. To, to tell, but all you can tell is that's very weird. That the champion Honda Domeki has a bunch of trophies and memorabilia that is connected to you with your name on it.
1: Could also be maybe he's just a big fan. Oh, I'll have to give him an autograph.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> these are the not; these aren't there. trophies that you personally have won. They seem to be trophies from this universe. Hmm.
2: All right, check the room for retina scan things, fingerprint opening. Locks. yes oh everyone go ahead and roll
0: their perceptions so to do a perception roll it would be perception plus either search or investigate i think are the two skills but i don't think anyone here has those but you can just roll your perception which is just your perception stat which you take a look at your perception stat you look at the tens place and that's how many d tens you get
3: i am as perceptive as the pillar that the guard hid behind
0: Mm. (laughs) i rolled a one Uh, no Ah, you're distracted by all the shiny trophies and just cool things cool shiny weapons that are around here. 11? Eleven. Eleven? Oh, okay. I I think that'll, that'll, I that'll. think
3: in my head I'm composing a song about this, and that's ah, that's distracting me.
0: That works. Yeah. yeah.
1: I had rolled a ten, and then I had rolled a four after that, so fourteen.
0: Good. So the two of so while Lug is is. Being, being inspired and thinking about, uh, I would imagine um, writing poetry and songs. <laughs> um, Zadan and Sadie happen to find this weird metallic dev- or this weird white metallic device. It it's it's on it's it looks to be a th- a throne of sorts that's up against the back of the wall, and he knows on top of it, it's got. This inverse, like it's a bowl indention on the bottom and there's a bit of an interface and it does have a biometric scanner.
1: Well, I will sit on this throne. Mm -hmm.
2: I would wipe it first. It seems like a toilet.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, no. I should do better to describe this. It's a throne you can sit in and at at the top, you know, sort of the backrest is that device that you can interact with and it has the thing on top of it. So it's about it head level when you're when your back's to it it's at the back of your head and it's a it's something it's about a meter wide and, it's, and it dips in it looks like something's supposed to fit into it
1: i will see if my skull fits into it
0: <laughs> no it, no you no know, your skull's too small to fit into i mean it can fit in it but it doesn't fit perfectly in it
1: hmm well what's this bio bio sign reader look like is this is that the big hole is the reader or is that it's, like an, it's on something the
0: on the side, side something you would you would touch on the throne there okay i'm gonna touch it mm-hmm. so uh, on doing that activates and this weird if you've seen the the tony stark uh 3d <laughs> light projection thing comes up and you see the world of draws and the whole planet and then it zooms on in Nicomoy and it shows your current location at the Coliseum, and it shows, and it's saying that there's something here that needs to be activated, something the uh, the Atlas device needs to be activated.
1: Is there a way for me to activate the Atlas device from here?
0: It appears that it's pointing in the direction of it is. It appears that there needs to be so. How how would I describe this? It's showing this purplish glow in the air direction of SparkWorks Industry. Something underneath. It it shows a three-dimensional map, and it shows something is underneath SparkWorks Industry.
2: No, eh. oh, poor enough.
1: <laughs> something tells me we can't put it off any longer. We have to go to Sparkwork Industry, but we have a map now. Is there, like, a way that I can figure out how to, like take it with us <laughs> like, a, like a map of the place like a tablet somewhere nearby
0: the the, the device that's on top of the throne is able to be picked up and taken with you the thing okay. that can that, that's a meter wide you can actually it's like a it's like taking a computer someone someone big like like could easily just carry it under their arm or carry it on their back however you decide to carry it around it's pretty does heavy. it have st-
1: so like the map though, does it give us like a detailed like schematic of the spark work industry or is it just like a map, like a like a like a Google Street View kind of thing? Sort
0: of a Google Street View kind of thing, but it shows okay. that there's it shows that there's something under the ground. Under the ground. Okay.
1: That just narrows it down. I don't want to take this with us just because
0: it is they'll notice
1: it's gone. <laughs> um would you? No, I'm
2: just
3: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i, I hold would. out the slate yeah, yeah. as if we're gonna trade we're gonna put the <laughs> slate in its place <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, hmm. and it is tempting to take it with us No, i think we should leave it behind because it's not going to be that useful for us when we're in there anyway since it's not a schematic of spark work industry so i think we should leave it behind but we have a goal now
2: out of character all the clothes in this dressing room fit on. <laughs> Just saying. And they're your style. <laughs>
1: Fair. But I like the suit I'm wearing.
2: <laughs> uh. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. To Sparkworks?
1: To Sparkworks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have well, to understand. Fix your, know what you said.
0: <laughs>
1: we we can fix your voice thingy, you know, and you'd be able to actually like speak. Uh, It'd be wonderful.
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: That's kind of fun to be able to speak with three words. I like it. <laughs> Do we get
3: to pick the <laughs> words?
2: No, they're random. They like codfish <laughs> and
3: mustard. <laughs> Shiny metal daffodil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds hilarious. And with that, we'll head out on break. Joining us this first half, words to Dawn.
1: Yes, hello. It seems like I am a champion in this world, too
0: sadie
2: can i eat the capri sun fruit um probably not no yeah
0: i'm debating it and uh. (laughs) no. goodbye everyone oh but first that's thank you for reminding me we do have a review
1: yes today's review is left by pookie anarchy they left us a five-star review thank you very much uh, it seems that they have quite the vested interest in the uh, in the ongoing saga of the story and seeing where seeing especially where that Zidane character, seeing where he is going to wind up should be an interesting time for everybody.
0: hmm. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining. We'll get back with you after our break. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Today's mid episode shout out is, quote, big thanks to my editor, Sanjay. Thank you for handling my novel and getting it reviewed on time. I wouldn't meet my deadlines without you. And so many plot holes. End quote You can arrange for us to read your shout out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com. dot com. Is there an episode of Firebreathing Kittens that would make someone you know smile? Share it with them. And did you know we have paperback and hardcover? and audiobook adaptations of our adventures on Amazon and Audible? Check them out. Thanks.
0: Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. Uh, This episode, would someone like to give us a recap? No? It might be our only chance for
2: for Noogs Player to speak out of character. (laughs) You want to
3: do it? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Um, We were hired by Pearl in the Sea to yes. um, investigate an anom- anomaly that threatens the multiverse. Um, uh, they're working with NULISAC, uh to to try to prevent this tremendous disaster. Um, and so they've hired our little low-level selves to go and deal with it, uh, which is great. Uh, we go into this sort of... Mm, Cyberpunkish world, uh, and find a an ad board, like a job board that suggests that we could investigate Sparkworks Industries, um, Ramona, the tech scavenger on, scavenger on the pier, or uh, something about the Coliseum is trying to, there's like a, a gang at the Coliseum that's trying to ascend to godhood. Um, so We decided to check out the tech scavenger, Ramona, who is looking for a spaceship that she thinks is buried underneath Sparkworks or possibly the Coliseum. And so we went to the Coliseum uh, to try to find this spaceship because Nug really, really, really doesn't want to go to Sparkworks if he can avoid it. Uh, But at at the Coliseum, we got past the guard who wanted us to scare him. So we did uh, in various ways Um, and made it down to kind of the, the, the gang locker rooms essentially and started a fight. Um, And then we made it all the way down into the champions dressing room in the basement, which had someone else's name on the front which is honda something or other i'm so sorry i didn't write that the last name down but inside the names on all the trophies and all of the biotech that's you know uses sensors and scanners and things is all keyed to our very own zidane carmichael so apparently his championship uh, uh, gladiator days uh, spans the multiverse
0: and that is
3: where we are now.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. Very good uh, recount of everything that's happened up to this point. So you guys have decided you're going to head towards SparkWorks? Yes. Okay.
3: And We, we decided cool. that because the information we got here indicated that that is, in fact, where the spaceship is. So mm-hmm. too bad for Nook.
0: Yes. So you approach the robotics manufacturing facility... You can see an immaculate fountain sculpture in front of what appears to be the main entrance. To the left is a road leading to the side where trucks go. To the right is a road leading to an employee entrance. Hmm.
1: I feel like maybe, well, not, I mean, no, you're built like a truck, but you're not a truck.
3: (laughs) I start walking towards the employee entrance.
1: (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was just going to the employee entrance.
3: (laughs) Really? That's what you guys were thinking.
2: I was not thinking that. Okay, let's go to the employee entrance. All right. I All mean, right. That, that makes so, sense. We don't know how to drive a car in this universe is what I was stuck on.
0: Yeah. That was <laughs> where my thought process was too. Yeah. So you go through the employee entrance and notice a door with a high tech lock over the handle. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking back at Doug's player like, <laughs> or I know what they're thinking, <laughs> But, but, above the door, but, above the door is what appears to be a scrying device that slowly turns back and forth as though keeping watch.
3: Man, I do but not f- like
2: this entrance. Before <laughs> no.
0: we
3: get over there, uh, as we're as we're on the way, I'm looking for a dolly or a wagon or some sort of carting device because I feel like <laughs> if I'm carrying a, a, a ladder, I'll get in. Yes.
0: <laughs> Look, at, look around with the perception check, everyone. Oh no.
3: Well, I know that's only a D ten for me because I already failed that badly before. I'm gonna use my spark Oh good. I got a pattern. one.
0: I'm noticing a pattern no <laughs> <with, yeah.
3: laughs> That um that song that I'm composing, I just got to the second verse. Nice. <laughs> Four.
0: Seven. You look around, you the only thing the only possible structure you see is over is something you don't really see in the immediate area, but you do remember seeing a security booth on the opposite side where the trucks go, and that might have something you're looking for, but you can't find anything around the immediate area. Can you say that again? You you remember seeing a security booth on the opposite side of the building where the trucks go to deliver, and that building might have something you're looking for, Mm. like a ladder or a dolly or something but everything in the immediate area on this side of the building there doesn't appear to be anything but you do remember that there was some place on the other side of the building that might have what you're looking for
3: let's talk out of character guys yes I feel like going to a security building to get the thing (laughs) that we're trying to use to get past security (laughs) is probably
1: (laughs) not the wisest idea
3: maybe not yeah Um, I agree so let's talk mm -hmm. out of character ready
2: Employees eat lunch.
0: <laughs> Whoa, we're delivery deliver drivers. <laughs> lunch. Whoa. We're Uber drivers. Whoa.
3: I love it. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm there. All we really need is food.
1: <laughs> yes, it worked once. I'm not before. even sure
3: that's an out of character qu- r- r- suggestion. That sounds like Sadie, a hundred percent. Oh, I,
2: mm, I, guys, I, I still have. I didn't eat these uh, Capri Suns. I've got a gift basket.
1: Ah, yes. That would work wonderfully. Yeah.
2: So here's the plan. We deliver lunch.
3: Okay. I okay. feel like one Capri Sun basket is going to be like, oh, just leave it at the desk. Ooh. So so yeah. on our way, there's got to be street vendors with yeah. like food, right? Yeah.
1: There's got to be a fast food joint. a of- like futuristic like, want, Udoba.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like food trucks and and whatnot. I want to like just load up so that it's like not just not just a basket. We're like catering.
2: Yeah. Oh, who says no to bagels? Nobody.
0: Not
3: exactly. <laughs> Bring mm-hmm. all the finest would, bagels in the land. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You would find a local. Well, this is sort of a cyberpunk universe. I imagine they're soy bagels. I don't know. Everything is sure. made of soy. Mm-hmm. Soy and sushi, soy and lentils, soy lent green. <laughs> no,
3: no, oh, oh, not that. Okay.
0: <laughs> so you're able to find a small, small shop that has that. You have the, the, money to pay for it. it. It's cheap enough. You can, you can spend what you guys have currently on that. And yes, there is a front desk. If you remember, there's a, there's a main entrance. If you want to go through there. Oh yeah. There were three there were three places. There are the main entrance. There was the employee entrance on the right, which had the security door with that camera. And there was the one on the left where the trucks go that had a security booth. You know, with one of those arms that raise and lower to let people in. Mm-hmm. So those are the three entrances you could see. So mm-hmm. it's from what it sounds like you're you're preparing a lunch basket to bring to the employees through the to the front desk. Yeah. The, like
2: boxes of Of bagels and bagel sandwiches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. So you gather all those things and you enter through the automatic sliding doors into a cool open lobby. Sitting behind the front desk, it's a well-dressed deep gnome wearing a suit and tie. He has mottled gray skin, gray hair, and black eyes. He's focusing on a glowing glass screen while typing on a keyboard.
3: So I'm just carrying food. Me too. Lots like the big trays, you know. I'm holding what 3 boxes. From- That's it.
1: <laughs> what mm. was the name of the place we got the bagels from? Cuz I need it for my speech.
2: <laughs> mm. Like it's got to be a pun on soy, right? Soygles? Soygles.
0: So- That's perfect. Soygles. So I, I- I'm not carrying any of the rolls food off I- the tongue. <laughs> I'm very I'm very into into Titles and sayings and puns that just roll off the tongue. Soigles, beautiful.
3: Rolls off the tongue could be a good uh, uh, bagel punny bagel place too.
0: Ah! Oh! <laughs> whoa! That's awesome.
3: Maybe that's their tagline. Soigles rolls Swiggles off the tongue.
0: Rolls off the. I'm t- <laughs> uh, loving this business we just created. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not carrying any of the food. I'm the one that's going to be doing all the talking, I feel. so. (laughs) This is the guy that's going to direct. Nog has all the stuff. So I'm going to approach the deep gnome at the front desk and go, Excuse me, sir. Oh, well, hello. How are you? I'm doing fantastic this, uh, what time of day is it? (laughs) Afternoon. 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 Doing great on this wonderful afternoon. Ah, I am here from Soigel's. 're making a bird here to deliver uh, lunch for everybody today I uh, just need uh, some directions on where to go to get to the employee locations
0: Ah from Soigles. well we weren't expecting anyone for for lunch today but this is a fine gift yes if you're looking for the em- for the employee's brick room it's just to to my to my left over here he points to your right through this doorway it leads into Leads into the office areas.
1: Fantastic. We will make our deliveries and then we'll be out of your hair before you even realize what happened.
0: Oh, well, I wouldn't imagine you being in my hair, seeing <laughs> as it's all as it's all tangled up. But, a chuck- <laughs> but go ahead and make your way through.
1: All right. Onward, companions.
2: Yeah. We walk towards the break room and then we just kind of keep walking. Yep. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Okay, so you're in the break room? No, no. You we we at, didn't turn, oh,
2: we, and then we got lost. Oh, that's terrible. Wait, did, did you
0: drop the stuff off no. the, at the break room? Why would we or? drop
3: the... Oh. Th- we've got snacks for when we're down in the basement now.
0: <laughs> wait, you're yeah, bringing bro. the bagels with you? Yeah. All the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Or no. <laughs> He's just carrying these bagels?
3: Uh-huh. Big tray of bagels. Improvised weapon. <laughs> try me
0: (laughs) so you actually see a map a a, a digital map on the wall on this on this nice pane glass and it's a bit interactive you can click on things and go to certain areas and there's one place that's behind the manufacturing area that's a that's a downstairs basement entrance that is off limits it says
3: i i pointed it and i said
0: uh
1: well, I mean, I'm, this is going to be pressing my luck quite a bit here, I feel, but I will, if I get close to the door, I mean, it's, this is probably isn't going to apply for here, but does it look like there's a, a bio reader of some kind on the door that it uses to open up or?
0: Um, it looks like very similar to the door you saw outside with the, with the high tech lock and security camera outside of it. Hmm. Hmm. The security camera slowly Ooh. panning left and then pans right. Keep walking in the line. door.
2: Line, don't pause. Just keep going, guys. And we'll talk after we get out of eyeshot of this camera, right? Yep. Okay. So we're out of eyeshot of the camera. I'm looking for someone who is young. Mm-hmm. That is my only there criteria. Is
0: a... <laughs> oh. There's this beaming new hire. Uh, 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 factory worker and she's just happy to be here she's getting all these benefits new benefits working here at this amazing corporation and she is just looking for work and looking for any direction because she's a new hire
2: okay all right you can do this all right <clears throat> she's younger than you no she's uh, she's not she's slightly older than me gosh darn it all right <sighs> um i'm i'm sorry i'm late <clears throat> I'm late, and I'm I'm supposed to take these to the bosses, and I like nod at the locked door.
0: Oh wow, those look yummy and delicious! And yeah, the, the boss was it hired me on. And I'm just so excited to be here. Um, yeah, we can. I can. I can get you in there. It, it requires clearance, and I don't have clearance, but I'm sure I can get with someone to give us clearance. I'll be right back. And she runs off, Thanks. going off to out into the factories. You see bunch of security details out there they're not paying attention to you but she's going and talking to them and letting you know that you brought lunch and then she's kind of like beaming and happy and bringing back what appears to be an armed security guard and He seems, hmm well let's see you're here need to bring delivering to the boss i never heard about this i'm Who so sorry
2: you? i'm late oh my gosh i'm so sorry
0: late hmm do you have your id card
2: I, I'm just a Soygles employee. You know, Soygles rolls off the tongue. I open and I waft
0: <laughs> the box. <laughs> roll, roll, what would be a good I know you have tactics, so I'd say go ahead.
2: I don't have tactics. Yeah. I have, oh, you don't have tactics No, anymore? I have meditation uh, okay. and medicine. I'm actually not a liar and a rogue. <laughs> I don't know why oh. I'm role playing this way. <laughs> <laughs> I, have ban- hmm. I have banter. I have, I have soothe. I'm going to roll soothe on this guard as they smell the bagels. Okay. All right. The target of this rote is healed for roll divided by target number number of HP. Yeah. So I'm yeah, going to roll 1d10 plus 3d6. And this is the smell of the bagel coming at them. That is a lot of what's numbers. Your, oh my gosh. What's
0: the target number for the rote? I heal them. you have to
2: by I'm just healing this security guard. The bagels are that good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for seven hit points.
0: <laughs> he takes it in. And is like, ah, uh, well, what were we talking about again? Are those, can I have some of those bagels?
2: I wish you could, but I'm afraid I would get fired.
0: Oh, well, Hmm. If you said you need to get, he's thinking, Hmm. Well, you need to get into the, to see the boss, right? You need to go down there into the. Down there into the basement, there's a top secret project, and you said that they're waiting on you to de- deliver them lunch. Oh gosh, do
2: I have to? I guess I do have to, don't I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hmm. a bit of a problem because they have got some top secret project going on down there. Could you? But could you only come security with Security knows. I I don't want to go alone. Oh well, I'm not even. I'm supposed to go down there, but they ne- wanted. Lunch delivered. Tell you what, he smiles, looking at you and the bagels, eyeing those bagels. If you give me, hmm, two bagels, no, three bagels, I might leave the door open or give you, or you give you the passcode without, and you just happen to know it because you're from Soylent or you're from Soygles, so you you would have known the code to get in for today to deliver the bagels, right?
2: I look aghast. I just look shocked and sad at at my two companions. And I'm just like, did we bring extra bagels?
1: Oh, yes. Yes, we have plenty. We have
0: plenty of bagels. Excellent. So here is the code. (laughs) And he gives you this four digit code. Now it's only temporary. And I'm sure that once you enter through and then come back out, they'll change the code for it and let security know. Oh, gosh, can I have a bagel too? (laughs) Can I have a bagel too? The, the, the new hire is like, I want a bagel. Well,
1: that's why we have Noog carrying all these other bagels. The ones you're carrying, Sadie, those are for the bosses. These were the ones for the employees here, so yes.
0: Noog. And he looks, he looks over the, at uh, Noog and he's looking and he's like, huh, I see they've got one of the, you must be an old prototype. Ah. Interesting. <laughs>
2: the nod i wish the nod was conveyed to the listeners that was, <laughs> that was solid
0: <laughs> yeah so there have been many prototypes that that have been scrapped but you seem to be working just fine i see you've gotten a job there at soygles <laughs> rolls off the tongue speaking of rolling off the tongue i'll take these he takes the three soy <laughs> so, soy bagels Take some ba- and, and continues on his way. And he's like, oh, this is so exciting. This is my first day on the job. I'm helping people out. I'm getting free bagels. This is the greatest. <laughs> and I get free dental. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Free dental is going to come in handy with after eating this. Thank you. And she heads off.
1: That was shockingly simple. It's the second time I've be- I've bribed someone with food to get somewhere. So <laughs> I seem to have a recurring theme. <laughs> I don't know. all right well we got what we needed so let's head on down to the basement and ditch the bagels
3: <laughs> for for whatever reason the... no keeps the the bagels oh yeah i feel this is i'm a cover yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a shield now i don't know whatever if i need it i need it
0: i'm just imagining no with arms outstretched to the sides holding bagels and it like, just makes us.
3: I'm, I'm imagining like those, those large catering trays, you know, they're like, oh, like a couple too. feet across. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I figure he's got like maybe two stacked on top of each other, you know, like it's, it's a handful for, for somebody who's not six and a half feet tall with augments, but mm-hmm. no, it's just like, you know, this is, this is, this is like carrying a, a snack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With your increased lift modifier too, you're able to carry these no problem.
3: Oh, yeah. These are just bagels.
0: So you go through this it or go to the security door, the security camera see you, but the security guards already let everyone know, oh, it's just don't worry about it. they're they're delivering lunch. And you have the security code, so there's no yes. problem getting through there's no breaking a door or <laughs> tripping a camera, so you can go right in there.
2: All right. Well, gosh, suddenly I have to pee. Let's find that bathroom.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's.
2: <laughs> I'm an anxious peer and that made me afraid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is she Is she going to look for... I mean, there are bathrooms at the office.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I'm...
1: <clears throat> Somewhere any, without surveillance.
2: Right. I just say this. I, <clears throat> I'll be in character. Guys, I'm a, I'm a nervous peer, and that made me afraid. Can we find a bathroom? I say out loud for the security cameras' benefit, and then we wander around behind the the four digit wall door yeah. thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. All right. So you're going down, down through the the base into the basement, down these stairwells. It start to look a little less high tech and a little more modern comes iron rod stairs going to another room with a staircase that becomes more brick and mortar it looks very similar to the old Nikomoi the further you go down like excavating into old ruins and you get to this this new area it's a uh, it's the lowest part of the facility and in this room a gigantic generator with a large humanoid encased in a cylindrical case rests in the back of the room At its base is a row of glowing glass panels with wires connecting to the machine. Monitoring the machine is a human woman with pale skin and black hair wearing a white high-tech lab coat that has gadgets all attached all over it. Does she look familiar? Yes. This looks like an alternate, altered version of Professor Spark. As manic as you know her.
3: So Noog is curiously silent. Noog the Silent. Um, he just sort of walks over and stands behind her and starts kind of looming, much like he did with the guard, but I, I don't think I have enough legendary points left to do what I did to the guard to her. Um, what's in the cylinder?
0: From where you, what you can see, it's a cylinder laying horizontal, and you can see from this angle what appear to be humanoid feet, but they're not flesh they appear to be metal almost robotic
2: oh in this universe she didn't make you she makes robots yeah
0: metal gear
1: (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) this isn't your lady don't be afraid uh so i i can tell my friend is stressed out and i don't want to touch you because if you reach back and swap me i will die so instead (laughs) (laughs) i i open that bagel box (laughs) And it just the smell fills the room, like it smells really good, like soy,
0: of course. <laughs> so I gotta prepare this. Um, the moment you crack that open, you see her her head kind of jerk. She's not facing you guys right now. She's facing away, looking at something else. You see her head jerk up like an animal, like like sniffing something. And she says, "Is that? Are those soybeans?" rolls off the tongue <laughs> expiration date 2 days from now 2 2 days 2 hours 20 minutes 19 seconds 18 counting down who brought those in she turns around sees the bagels so she it's and it sees nuke yes yeah, so right there right, standing right looming, there, like,
3: looming right above her with with,
0: with two the trays bagels of bagels, bagels. Yeah. so many bagels, bagels. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> if it isn't nuke no. from universe 52c1ea not exactly who I was expecting to show up, but you'll do, she says with a with an evil cackle and smile, kind of wringing her hands. Very just...
3: I think I'm going to bring the bagel tray down on her head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just... So is this going to be an attack or are you just role playing as just dumping it on her?
3: Uh, you know, I uh What's the... the 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 combat si- system scares me but i'm gonna jump right into it yes i'm going to i'm going to bring the bagels down on her head with the intent to harm her
0: Ooh, okay so that will be i don't necessarily I want I'm... to
3: kill her
0: just hurt just hurt her. i want it to hurt <laughs> <laughs> yes all right go ahead and roll a me- melee attack so for your melee attack you would roll i have
3: melee as a Mm
0: -hmm. as a skill unarmed which which applies for roll your unarmed skill with your power okay
3: so can i roll my fate card because i might get an extra attack
0: yes that is something else so fate is an optional thing you can do but you can do it at the beginning of any roll but before the beginning of any roll that's that has stakes like a skill check so this would be perfect so you can roll fate it's a d100 Okay. And then check your fate card.
3: I, my fate, I rolled a 36. I have nothing on my fate card for that. Um, that's fine. And then...
0: In the, in a lot, for a lot of beginning characters, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of space in your fate card is going to be blank. So if you roll something that's blank, nothing happens. That's normal. The, the further you develop a character in New Edo, the more your fate card gets filled out and more cool stuff is bound to happen.
3: So I got a 20 on my improvised weapon attack.
0: 20? Yep. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, that makes it. So it comes down. Go ahead and roll for your damage.
3: Okay, seven kinetic.
0: Seven kinetic. Okay, that's perfect. So deals. So how how do you do this? Do you just drop them on her, or are you slamming no, them down slam? No, I
3: slam. I I bring them. Like I'm standing and I'm tall. I'm a. I'm. She's. I think she was seated Short. right, and she turns around sees me well she
0: was standing up but kind of hunched but kind of hunched forward and she's already small yeah you're definitely able to do this yeah
3: and i just you know like i'm standing there with the tray and i just wham right bagels fly everywhere you know because they're Mm. in the tray like right and um yeah
0: so it it slams down on her heart and she falls on the ground She goes, oh how how you're 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 probably the you're probably a defect from from your universe ah don't you know any manners Ah, uh and she shakes her off it's like no matter i can see you're strong you'll do good to test out my experiments ready to give it a go
1: (laughs) (laughs) the person who can't
0: talk and shaken um is hurt from that but she's shaking it off and she's very eager to to test her experiments
3: yeah, so, um, oh, yeah. so I'm absolutely not going to allow her to experiment on me. Um, oh, the okay. the the resistance will be extreme, and I will attack her again. I will keep attacking <laughs> her until she stops making these incredibly stupid
0: suggestions. <laughs> she sees you getting ready to raise a fist. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You don't have to experiment now. Maybe I can convince you. Yes, but. We'll we'll see. I see you've brought some people here. Who who are these people you've brought with you?
3: I
2: so she's I,
0: not.
3: I, I turn to to uh, to my friends and I say,
0: "You're not going to hurt me, too, are you?" She she's looking a bit nervous. She was hurt pretty badly. Now now she's realizing. Oh, you're just going to keep slamming. You're just beating me up now. <laughs> this this one is... In her mind, she's like, oh, it's defective. It's not listening to me.
1: I don't have any intentions on hurting you unless you give me a significant reason to.
0: Well, other than delivering bagels, why are you here? I didn't order bagels, but they do smell delicious. And she picks one off the ground. She looks like she hasn't (laughs) eaten in days.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have a bartering chip now. I withdraw the rest of the bagels from her reach. Whoa. Whoa.
0: No, my bagels! <laughs> I just realized how hungry I am. I've been working on stuff for days. I'm in the middle of a breakthrough. Nook, you have a
2: bartering chip. For it. So hold the bagels up, Nook.
3: <laughs> I hold my fist up. <laughs> I'm, holding right. a, I'm holding a bagel like it's a brass knuckle.
2: Zidane. <laughs> Explain. Yeah.
1: So... <laughs> This, so we're here because, well, we've discovered an unusual energy source underneath here. And potentially something to do with a spaceship. Could also be your giant metal man over there, too. Could be emitting the energy signal that we've uh, been coming across or been trying to uncover, essentially, to stop the end of reality.
0: You've detected my my presence here? The power source I found? How? How did you detect it? She <laughs> says, She says because Just i'm the coliseum my, champion the coliseum champion how does that make sense of course it makes sense in universe six six seven two nine four a yes the champ the champion would w- knows all and would be would be able to detect. it beca- became the master of the universe and was able to de- detect the location of of the spacecraft that's underneath this the facility yes she's she's go she's very crazy which she is speaking nonsense but for some reason in the context of what you're discovering and what you're looking for kind of makes sense <laughs> but to someone normal just talking to her she's like this is a crazy person yeah <laughs> just smile and smile and nod and slowly back away when she's talking about the idea existence of multiple universes and multiple realities and there's a spaceship underneath and how could you have detected? It? Oh, it makes sense now because you're from another universe or it could be, but she's off the batty off the wall. But
1: listen, I'm going to stop your diatribe. Uh, <laughs> can you, can you show us the spaceship
0: spaceship? No, it's not this. The spaceship. It's not a small thing. It's, it's under the entire, it spans the entire city. Once it, once it activates, it could lift, us, lift the entire city from the ground and lift us all into, this, into space. And, but I don't want anyone to have that. It's mine. It's under my facility, and I'm using it for my experiments. It has a power source, and you can't have it. But I, those bagels. Can I have one?
1: If you show us the spaceship...
0: The if battery. you can show us how to
1: get to it. The battery, yes. If you can show us the battery, we'll give you another bagel.
0: Hmm. I can't really I don't I don't trust what if I show you its power? What if I show you what it can do? What I've been working on for for the past three months. I've I've almost, I've I've I've, <laughs> I've gone without food for, for weeks now. i I'm, I'm I'm falling apart, but this breakthrough keeps me alive show us the battery i don't really because i know what the, i
1: know that's code for showing us its power means you're going to try to kill us with it and i'm not particularly <laughs> fond of that idea
0: <laughs> I would no, rather. Not, not exactly like i was saying i was wanting to test test the power of what i've created this 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 thing i i'd like you to challenge my latest creation in combat to test its durability my calculations are correct. Surely my creation should be invincible and turn you all into chop suey. Oh, don't worry. I, I could put you back together if, if that happens. <laughs> she starts cackling evilly. <laughs> I do
2: not give put her, her a bagel. <laughs> nope. You are not earning a bagel with what you're doing, lady. So I just hold it. Mm-mm. In fact, hmm. I close the lid.
0: No. <laughs> Okay, so you're going to attempt to barter her, her to, to show to get you the battery, in 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 exchange for the bagels.
3: Her most recent cl- creation. You try,
0: you're trying. You're trying not to. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say. So I was going to ask. So that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to barter the bagels for seeing the battery or having her give it to you. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm.
3: The the most recent creation that she was bragging about is the thing in the c- cylinder, right? Yes. So, I I want to move over towards that, and that might actually make her, you know, more comfortable because I'm not looming directly over her, um, and see if there's like a control panel or a wake up button or anything like that.
0: Ooh, okay. Roll. Go ahead and roll for perception again.
3: Could it possibly be related to um, sound? Because I have a plus four, d four on sound-related ones, perception checks. Otherwise, my perception is just crappy.
0: Uh, yeah, you can, you can. Maybe I'm listening for like the,
3: the beep beep noise that comes from the panel.
2: Ah, oh, the mm-hmm. heartbeat. Yeah, beep beep. I got beep. an eight. Beep.
0: That's that's it. That's perfect. Okay. So yeah, that was that made it. You notice what. It sounds like a heartbeat, de- 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 but it's digital. You look over and see what it looks like a heartbeat monitor in modern era. You you probably wouldn't know it in from your thing, but you can kind of tell by the uh the pattern of it of the sound it's making. It's a heartbeat, and you can see you're able to hear it, and then you see wires connected to buttons on a panel that's next to it. It's on one of the panels that that Sparks, that Professor Spark was working with, and it's connected to the 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 canister and or the cylinder in the middle. Cool. I'm going to wake so this up. So it seems like that's the, okay. So I want to get see. it on our side. Oh, oh, awesome. I want it to let's not see. rip
3: me to pieces. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> me too, but I'm right here, so it'll rip me to pieces first and you'll have a chance to run away. Mm. Mm-hmm maybe i can
2: heal it i always wondered this about frankenstein like if i healed the parts would they just like be parts separately and then like scuttle off as a thousand little fingers into the distance like
0: Mm. anyway keep going (laughs) so you want to you want to activate that console you see press some buttons it will probably activate or you see a big you see one of those big hand levers where you pull it back it's like it's alive you you recognize it that's that's the thing she has a style that's that's the that's the pull of the lever. That's All the, the lever.
3: multiverses, she still has a style. Lever's <laughs> yep. cool.
0: It's it's a common theme. You got the multi the other Zedane in this universe with his room. You've got the Professor Spark in this universe with the lever. Yeah, I know where or I am in this
2: universe. I still haven't left my room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: still at home. Why are you here?
2: I wonder the that's same so, thing. That's so then silly. The bagels smell pretty good.
0: Mm. This, this, the I never had a soigel before.
2: Yeah, they only sell them in the city. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you see that the lever there is next to Professor Spark who is standing next to it, kinda jittery and looking around. But you see that she really wants a bagel.
3: I I just reach what?
0: over and pull the lever. You're just gonna reach over and pull yeah. the lever? She's like, um I'll, I'll
3: like ooh. I'll like hang a bagel bagel in front of her face while I do it. Just kinda like Okay, I'm, I'm six and a half feet tall. My arms are really long. I like I can do this. This is you know, this is easy. Mm-hmm. I've obviously mm-hmm. put the tray. Down. I mean, I spilled a bunch of it. Bag- I you know use the tray as a weapon, so that's not really. Mm-hmm. I'm not really holding a tray anymore. So,
0: so weak and delirious, and paranoid, yeah. and hungry. She sees the bagel just over her head. Doesn't even notice. She it's just floating bagel yeah. in in the air. She's like, oh, and she's distracted by for just a moment. Yeah. Pull. okay and then you go to pull the yep. lever pull the lever so you pull the lever and she's attracted by the bagel and it makes this big chunk sound she goes oh you and she looks overseas the lever was pulled and then all of a sudden the the machine activates which and it begins the machine behind you with that cylinder begins to whirr and rumble arcs of electricity shoot out from the case that holds the large humanoid you see its hands twitch under the clouded glass and she's and you see Professor Spark cowering and looking over at the cylinder. Like, no, this wasn't the time yet. No, it's coming alive and I haven't programmed it. No, <laughs> shoots <laughs> the bad dog, says the mad doctor <laughs> as it punches through the glass and pulls itself out of the pod. It looks at you and your fellow guildmates. Uh, and it's it looks it looks like to you and your guildmates it looks like Nook, but it's completely robotic, so robot Nook. <laughs> and it's my greatest creation yet, she says, cowering Nook but three thousand
3: It's maybe Nook if nug wasn't probably, made up of like spare parts. Say. Like if it was if it was like designed correctly, right?
0: Oh, this looks like it was made with The latest technology, but it's all mismatched. So it's still mismatched, but it's very high tech.
3: What is wrong
0: with this (laughs) thing? It turns towards you all with a cold, unfeeling gaze before uttering out from its... It has one of those choker things that you found that was broken, but has one on its neck. And you hear coming from that thing, not from its mouth, because its mouth doesn't move. You hear coming from that thing, Happy birthday! Uh (laughs) Aww!
2: I think it's cute. And I'm like, um, <laughs> happy birthday. Do you want a present? And I hold out a really shiny crystal. It's double-ended, like points on the top and then points on
0: the bottom. It reaches out for the crystal. Destroy.
2: No, 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 You lick happy. it. Lick it. Yeah, lick it.
0: <laughs> it starts putting it <laughs> on his forehead. Yeah, yeah. Happy. Yeah, okay. Destroy. So, happy. Um, birthday.
2: Um, so, no, like, do you have a mouth nook? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so, do you have a tongue?
3: Well, no, that would be part of the problem.
2: Oh, okay, okay.
3: I can swallow things, yeah, I I can eat.
2: Yeah, no, no, you eat it, eat it, yeah.
0: Birthday, birthday.
3: Eat it, not your forehead. Happy. (laughs) So, so I turn
0: <laughs> I turn to the it does it, it's mouth doesn't really exist oh. like it has something that looks like a mouth but doesn't open
3: does it
2: have like a power cable spot
0: yeah we could we could say it does you could look around for something and direct him to use it
2: yeah you gotta plug in somewhere
0: there's something maybe on the back of his head he starts reading up happy birthday destroy birthday <laughs> And it, it hits the power thing, and it fills with a happy, numbing pleasure. Happy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I imagine the mechanism's a little different, because with humans, we dissolve it. But with a crystal for a robot, maybe it just, like, um, shorts the circuit a little bit.
0: <laughs> a little bit, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But for the listeners, this was N-phenyl piperidin 4 Foryl- <laughs> y 4 propanamide oh, no. You're welcome.
3: Does
0: that have a street I'm gonna name? I'm going to say Professor... S- Fentanyl. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have a stoned robot. <laughs> I, I, wanna, I,
0: I, I wish I had it written out, but I'm just going to say Professor Spark looks at the... Is that whatever you just said, Crystal? <laughs> Fentanyl. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just really like, pretty. It's a it big is. crystal.
0: It is, but it's it's like his... With, with that, all you've done is you've turned him... You've ruined him. He, 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 he's, uh, he's defective now. He won't listen to anything I say now. How, why would you do this? All the months of preparation, I'm ruined. And she looks defeated on her knees, shaking her fists in the air. <laughs> and she's looking for a bagel. Can I at least have a bagel? <laughs> she looks very pathetic now.
1: I will actually take some pity on her, and I will get a bagel and just slide it to her on the floor. Um, she takes
0: it, picks it up like a little mouse, and starts. <laughs> so I look at
3: I look at the Nookbot, <laughs> yeah. um, which is high high AF, which I th- which I think is great. Um, <laughs> 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 and uh, and I say,
0: birthday.
3: I write on the slate, get out.
0: He looks at the slate and and kind of figures out how it works. He it, it kind of just, happy, destroy, happy birthday. He's kind of reaching out for your stuff.
3: I hand him the he slate. He can only
0: say, it seems like he can only say three yeah, words. Yeah, right, but
3: you know, he might be able to write more. I hand him the slate and the chalk.
0: Mm-hmm. And he starts writing down an answer. Yes, I'd like to leave and be free. And it looks at and it looks at <laughs> Professor Spark of this universe. Going, <laughs> <laughs> she's very crazy, very, very pathetic at this moment for you ruining her plans. But you see that where the cylinder was left empty, there's something in its place. You see in the back. Um, let's see, yeah. From what you can gather, you see this cylindrical. Spherical, or, no, what did I say? It's this purple energy coming out, and it's wrapping around what appears to be this invisible spherical shape. It, it almost seems like an invisible sphere that this purple energy is swirling around, and it's in the back there.
3: I, I point at it. Huh?
1: I will grab, I will pick up Professor Spark from off the floor, um... And in the midst of her bagel consumption and go, Professor, what is that? And I'm going to point at the purple (gasps) swirly-ness.
0: That is the the battery, the battery that powers everything, she says in a very uh, foreboding tone. Like, oh, that must be something very powerful, very, very (laughs) multiverse disrupting. (laughs) If in the wrong hands, it must never be put in the wrong hands. That's why only I can use it.
1: Something tells me your hands aren't right for this either.
0: Do you have another bagel?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to keep you full on bagels, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Can you describe the battery again?
0: Yes. You notice it is this purple flowing energy. It kind of looks like smoke. And it's just floating around and for It's rising from the bottom of what appears to be a sphere. And then sort of float. It's sort of like fire burning underneath a, like a spherical object. And then the flames are licking up over top of it. Sort of smoky, but purple violety energy around this invisible object. You know, there's a, sp- there's an object there, but it's invisible. Like you can see through it. How do we transport this? Mm. as I asked the professor.
2: Really? should have gotten that cart, <laughs> like you know, I was saying earlier. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's got unlimited energy, right? So we could fly it out of here, blast the walls down. We just need to know how to use it. Huh. I want to touch it.
0: <laughs> want to touch it? <laughs> I want to touch it. you've you got to touch it. Yeah. So mm.
2: Sadie has... Uh, the reason why she's questing is because she likes shiny new crystals and pretty things. Mm. You know, like, nice flowers she'll she goes for new species of flowers you know new crystals and i think the sphere would make the list and she's pretty naive she did just touch fentanyl so <laughs> she'd probably touch this
0: <laughs> oh, she's no. gonna
2: try to touch it yeah i think she wants to touch it mm-hmm.
0: you gotta touch it the ground beneath you shakes violently Floor panels crack and give way to these white pillars rising from below the facility into this room they don't they don't damage anyone there there're sort of these meter or half meter wide panels just breaking up shooting up with these indi- with these runic symbols and markings of anotherworldly of otherworldly origin the glass panels and life fixtures begin to flicker the large machine around you breaks down starts to crumble and that white uh, that sphere be transformed to a white spherical device that emanates that otherworldly violet energy. It resembles an eye having an iris shaped lens with apertures that adjust themselves to focus on you, you and any you, your companions and any loose objects like the tables and the debris from the machine around you Begin to float. All of you begin to float as though you're submerged in water, sort of weightless.
2: Okay, so I'm, like, touching the white part of the eye, like the sclera? Yeah. Ooh. So, you t- Is it cold? So you- Is it hot? Is it smooth? Is it rough?
0: It's very smooth. It's very smooth and cool. It's like, it's like a very, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure what to compare it to, but it's very titanium white side. Imagine, like, just titanium, but it's very otherworldly uh, material, alien alloy material. You definitely know it's not just normal metal. I'm
2: gonna see if I get any feedback. Like, if I rub it left, do we all float left? If you know, (laughs) can I steer it?
0: So you start to rub it and (gasps) turn around. The the iris, you see the little apertures inside, like a camera aperture, kind of close and focus on you, and says, "Hello there."
2: (gasps) Hi, you're pretty.
0: I am pretty. I'm not sure how to how I would describe myself as pretty i focus on you are pretty
2: oh shucks
0: (laughs) (laughs) but i do not recognize you in my database hmm
2: i'm not from here
0: i see i am also not from here i came from another world to well my first direct my directive was to destroy this planet but that was 3 millennia ago 3 millennia ago i crash landed on this planet i was sent here to destroy but now there's nothing left
2: mm, i have some good news and some bad news as a long-lived species myself everyone you ever knew and loved 3 millennia ago is dead
0: i <laughs> i see it does not bother me that much i am i am the space station's atlas ai
2: well hi AI. I'm Sadie.
0: Nice to meet you, Sadie.
2: Do you wanna go home with me?
0: Where is that? My direct my current mm-hmm. directive is to destroy the world of draws.
2: Well you already did that. It's it's three thousand years ago. Not every single person died. They're all dead.
0: Oh. Affirmative. I'm <laughs> checking that off the list. <laughs> now I am aimless, but I've always wanted something i'm always waiting for new directives
2: do you want to meet my friends
0: i suppose you can grab hold of it and carry it with you <laughs> I mean, you kind of swim out so you're <laughs> you're, you're inside the cylinder thing you're cracked open things are kind of floating apart you're just kind of floating there holding onto it so you can kind of carry it out it's, it's weightless as you're carrying it and you can swim out <laughs> your companions including uh professor spark are all just kind of floating <laughs> sort of like, like it's zero gravity in around this area. Oh, Everything's very very weird feeling around the area. You all feel like you're suspended in water. Professor Sparks freaking out and is like grabbing for bagels.
1: I've kicked back. I'm like reclining in 0G <laughs> just kind of letting the enjoying the experience. <laughs> nice.
2: I have a new shiny and no one will take my shiny except for pearl in the sea. <laughs>
3: I'm trying to communicate with Nugbot about um like how do we get out of here?
0: Oh, that's right. It's not Nug. It's 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 Nugbot 3000. Yeah. It knows three words. Yes. <laughs> and doesn't really utter anything. Happy birthday, destroy, destroy and it's pointing back the way you guys came and starts to sort of I don't know. Doggy paddle. It's Uh, it's way out. I
3: kind of gesture for it to wait. I mean, I gave it, it's, I gave it my slate so it can write Uh, if it needs to as well.
0: Oh, it says, I wish to, it it writes down the slate. I wish to be free, but there is something I should, we should get for you a voice modulator like my own. Uh. It will help you somewhat. So he, he'll, he'll go off and get you a voice modulator. When you guys are ready to Great. leave.
3: I'm going to have three words.
0: Can
1: it can it be a better version of the voice modulator?
0: <laughs> so the... Oh, so Nookbot N- would be able to explain how the voice modulator works. So the way it works is you're able to put in three words before every session. Great. You can choose what three words. So it, you can change. <laughs> so depending on where you're going and what you're doing and how you're feeling that day, you can make them whatever three... You only get three words. But it's only those three words for that session. But you can change them but up. But
3: it's only gonna ever be one word because I'm never gonna change "Happy Birthday," because that's too perfect. <laughs> oh, okay, right? I mean, come on. But no, that's fantastic. A good I love one. that. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, then. So you got a little bit of communication. Yeah, then, then I'm I'm gonna teach Nugbot uh, a song.
0: Is a happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> happy. <laughs> You've made a friend with your alternate self.
3: This makes me bad. Ra- th- and your alternate self too. is
0: grateful to be freed. So you found this AI core and you freed Nugbot 3000 from the clutches of um, <laughs> this alternate professor Spark from this from this alternate nick uh, new Nicomuy from in draw this alternate draws. So, where are, you, where are you going now? You guys are getting out of here.
2: Can we stop by Ramona's?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: All right. Oh, and on the way out, I mean, we got to, like, leave all the bagels there, of course. Right? Yeah. Left them a present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so let's <laughs> go to Ramona's. Um, I imagine if the guards shoot at us, the AI could probably force field and stuff, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no one's going to bother you. Once, once you come out with that AI... Everything just starts to go zero G. That, that poor new employee is like, whoa, <laughs> I'm spinning. This is the best day ever.
2: Oh, no. Spinning too fast. Bagel.
0: <laughs> yep. Bagel start floating in the air. A hear, uh, as the security guards are flying through the air, grabbing at the bagels. They really like these these bagels from Swiggles. Rolls off the tongue.
3: Oh man, uh, like Sadie put yeah. fentanyl in the in the swiggles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a little bit. Oh no,
2: <laughs> not much though. Not much, just, just enough. enough. Just
3: enough. Uh, Look, it's the everything bagel, everything.
0: Was uh, Zane's the gladiator knew the 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 undead or the the mo- the monster? And then you had. Have- <laughs> And then you have Sadie, the, the fentanyl dealer. <laughs> <laughs> that's her, that's her, that's what she's that's her class. That's all we got. Uh, so, okay, um, so you're heading back to Ramona.
2: Yeah, uh, we float there. <laughs> we <laughs> oh, arrive yeah. amidst um, a floating zero G purple cloud. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Whoa! What's what's all that? Is that what I think it is? Is that a piece of the spaceship?
2: AI, this is Ramona. Ramona, meet AI.
0: Hello, Ramona. It's a pleasure to meet you. I hear you have a goal to get a directive to give me.
2: Oh, Oh, no. She wants something. uh, She wants to travel with you.
0: Yeah. Wait. So is this the thing that and she goes and touches and says, yeah, I I can figure something out for you. Yeah, one one moment. I've got something. And she has this small personal space spacecraft she kind of made. It's meant to go out to space, but there's nothing really a fuel source or anything. But she's got a place where she can fit this AI that acts as a um what, what would you call it? The power source? Not um survivable um the doctor's companion? So, no, not Doctor's Companion. It's a life support system. I don't know what... I was having a hard time thinking of that in the other episode, <laughs> too. But yeah, a, a life support. Yeah, it's, it's uh, energy source, life support, all-in-one, uh, computer computer interface, just everything. The AI has it all. And she finds a way to install it into her little spacecraft. It's a little personal spacecraft. She can go doot-doot into space and explore.
2: Hey, you guys. Um, what do you think? Do these seem like the right hands?
0: They're certainly better
1: than the hands they were in before. I feel like this is our best bet.
0: Ramona is just absolutely super excited to be going out to space. She wants to get off this planet and just be free, explore new worlds and discover new things. Seek out new life. She's super excited. And the AI doesn't seem to be wanting to destroy (laughs) draws anymore. Or going off and destroying anything it wants to explore with. The more you see the two of them together, the more they seem like super buddies and they're ready to go off on a space adventure.
3: How many seats are in that spaceship? (laughs) Could there be a third
2: for
0: Nookbot? (laughs) Oh, yeah, there is. There's another. Well, the way it's two seats, but there's, I don't know, you think think of the X-Wing where you put R2-D2 in the back. Toward, toward the back. that's where he puts so the so I the show AI that to, to
3: Noogbutt her
0: her happy birthday <laughs> 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 and it raises arms up excited destroy even though it's not destroying right. it and Ramona gets freaked out like, what does he mean about destroy does mean? destroy destroy happy birthday
1: <laughs> that's just how that's just how Noogbutt <laughs> operates uh nothing you have to be worried about. I don't think it actually wants to destroy.
0: You see nugbot take off his collar and work with it for a bit, and <laughs> pretty much working with it like you would if you're recalibrating what words to put in it, It's uh, and it puts it back on. A stands proud next to Noog, and says, Noog, thank you. Goodbye.
3: Wow. Okay. Uh... <laughs> 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 um... No, no, Coxim.
0: Ah, oh, it's a very touching moment. If this robot could cry, it would. If
3: my tear, if very my tear ducts for... it hadn't decayed already, I would too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this Ramona and Nugbot bought three thousand. Board their spacecraft, and they slowly start to levitate up into the air, and it shoots off in a blast of speed of light into this cosmos.
1: I'm sure they'll be fine. <laughs> I have a long and happy life together. Uh. I want to go back to the Colosseum. I want to meet myself. <laughs> oh, we have time for that. Yeah. And see, let's see what kind of chaos is going on <laughs> <in> the Colosseum <laughs> right now, too. We may not be able so to you get, get in. to the
0: Colosseum, and it seems like yeah, there's there's an all-out war. It escalated, <laughs> and you see that. You see uh, this. Samurai looking fellow, um, standing out, outside the Coliseum, kind of looking at the carnage and everything, <laughs> hellfire, like things are just blowing up. You hear gunfire, you see, hear sirens going off and you just see him with his arms crossed just kind of observing and wearing a kimono and a kabuki mask obscuring their face and wielding a, a katana. They I seem will. very important. Oh, but since you're looking from the back, you can actually notice the hair and the skin tone and what the human, it definitely looks like you from the back.
1: So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk up next to him and I'm going to assume the exact same position as far as the arms cross and everything else. And I'm going to just Mm -hmm. go, looks like we've got ourselves a little bit of a kerfuffle going on
0: inside. Yes, we sure do (laughs) quite the kerfuffle. I happen to notice with the, with the with the hidden security cameras in my room, you guys were toying through my room, but it's it's perfectly fine because I know it's all in, it's all in, it's all in good faith. And he looks, and the masked man looks at you,
1: and I look over at him. It's like, yes, it's always in good faith. We left everything where it was. We left mm-hmm. you some Capri Suns.
0: Yes, I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what exactly have you been doing, with my alternate, my alter ego? Well,
1: um just saving the universe like always.
0: Oh, I see. Yes. So any leads on how to get back? <laughs> you see, it's on how to get back. I've been trying to, I've been setting up a ritual. I was hoping maybe you found some leads to where I could tra- teleport myself back home. Uh,
1: no, I haven't worked. In, I don't have that problem. I'm, I mean, I'm perfectly content being in the present. I actually want mm. my memories back, is what I am aiming for.
0: I am mm, trying to get back. I need to get vengeance on that fiend that that sent me forward in time. I have a feeling he's plotting. He something he did caused all of this. He points at everything around this to happen. So,
1: oh, this, oh, uh, yeah, totally. That's that guy that did that. Uh.
0: <laughs> no, not not Coliseum. He's talking oh. about just everything the surrounding everything the way this world has become mm. is under the impre- it seems to be an alternate version of yourself that has something similar but just different different, different details mm-hmm. just similar enough but not entirely the same as s- issues as yours different goals different there are a lot of alternate 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 dimension versions of npcs and characters here that are to have similar goals with different ends and means well i
1: wish i could help you with your issues but unfortunately it seems like our circumstances are a little bit different so i wish i could help you with that part but i just i don't have anything to offer you at the moment
0: hmm. i wish i could help you with with whatever your it seems like what you've come here to do is fulfilled and i might find some acceptance here dealing with what with with what I've been with the hand I've been dealt maybe there is no way back but I'll learn to accept the way things are and and just take take the best you know the best hand I can take best hand I can be dealt
1: that's pretty much the way you have to look at it that's what I'm doing back in my reality so I wish you luck do you have your memories did you lose them too
0: oh I have my memories but I wish to go back take and take what is mine i see you so you have lost your memories he maybe there's something i know most of them do you remember the name of the man who no that's the the son of the the man who the son of the man who the that former champion because in my universe in my universe the champion is the one that that sent me back or sent me forward in time
1: no, mine was never a champion. He was just a guy that tried to become champion, and I wouldn't let him. It was his father that did it to me. He froze me in time. That's what happened to me. So, so. his
0: father, yes. Uh, what was his name?
1: Kazan Zadok.
0: Yes, Kazan Zadok. Yes, his son was the one that sent me back. He was wanting to become champion and sent me forward in time to become champion. Do you remember his name?
1: Mm, no. You
0: don't. That's a memory. I remember his name well. You would do so to remember because he is the rival that sent me that sent me forward. His name was Jessup, Jessup, J-E-S-O-P.
1: Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time. It sounds like you're going to have some fun cleaning up this mess. So at least I'd have fun cleaning up this mess.
0: Oh, yes. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I'm just waiting for it to die down before going in and taking care of things myself. Well, you take care. You take care
1: as well, me. And I'm just going to lead
0: nods in solidarity and continue, continues <laughs> just looking on at the carnage and chaos happening before him.
1: That was pretty much all I wanted to do.
0: Mm-hmm. So, when you guys were done with your I didn't really explain what would happen or when you finished your mission, but you can return to Firebreathing the Kittens Guild Hall and get in contact. You have a way to contact Pearl in the Sea and return to get your reward. And each of you are rewarded. Oh, are you ready to return back before you
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So your turn. Pearl of the sea says, Thank you all for making ensuring that everything is under wraps and nothing nothing battle happened with what you did. It it will work splendidly. Here, here's a reward for you right this way. And she brings you into this room that is an arcade machine that is an arcade room. And inside are bunch of arcade cabinets. So those are your rewards. You each get an arcade cabinet. Each of you have a special one for um for Zedan. It's uh what's a good what's a good one for Zidane? Streets of Rage. Street, <laughs> Streets of Rage. There you go. That would work. I was trying to think of a good fighting one. For for Nug, it's Pac-Man.
3: Oh, I was hoping Guitar Hero.
0: Guitar yeah. Hero? It yeah. could be that. You guys For you, I was going to go with Frogger, but do you have something better in mind?
2: I was going to go Joust.
0: That's good. Joust? I've never heard of that. I'm going to have to look that up. So each of you get an arcade cabinet. Yay. And like like it was described, the arcade cabinet is something you use for personal recreation or it can gather money for you. It can, whatever currency in your universe, it can collect for people to play. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So you can collect money. A little bit of money here and there over time, nice. And it's just a little fun thing for your characters to have.
2: Mine is a two-player game, so I'm gonna have to find like friends.
1: <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm
2: gonna have to have you guys. Can, can you guys can you guys play it with me sometime? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
3: I'm gonna set mine up in the uh, in the fire-breathing kittens guild hall, uh, and set it to free play mode, so that everybody can enjoy it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, for free? <laughs> okay, I didn't know if free probably meant yeah. that or not. Okay, cool.
1: Mine's not free. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's only a quarter. But <laughs> but it is a quarter. <laughs>
0: it is a quarter.
2: Mine's got to be free because it's two-player. I'm not going to be like, play with me and spend money.
0: <laughs> mm, yep, you guys are using it for recreation or for gaining money over time. Um, then yep. it'll
2: break in like a week and then I'll have to fix
3: it. And then I'll break in like a week. <laughs>
2: We're mm-hmm. going
0: to take a level in Artificer just so
3: we can fix our <laughs> r- arcade games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was fun. So that's the end of this session. Joining us today were Zidane.
1: Yes, once once again, I'm unlocking more secrets of my past and figuring things out about myself. It was fun.
0: No,
3: <laughs> Very enjoyable game. Thank you so much.
0: And Sadie.
2: It, it, it... It was nice to meet you all. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. It's the end of the show, which means we're going to tell you about a podcast you might enjoy. Have you heard of What the Hell Were You Thinking? What the Hell Were You Thinking? takes you on a tour of cultural curiosities and historical oddities over the past 50 years of politics, pop culture, and consumer society. From the deep cultural impact of Colonel Sanders on Japanese Christmas, to the time Garth Brooks lost his mind and decided to be Chris Gaines, to McGruff the Crime Dog. Host Dave Bledsoe and his possibly imaginary producer Gavin St. James take you on a walk through the history that made modern society so damn infuriating. It's not Generation X navel-gazing, okay, there might be a little of that, but it's also real history about real things that really happened and how that history impacts us today. Hint, everything is Ronald Reagan's fault. So check them out every Monday when they answer the simple question of what the hell people in the past were thinking. Check out What the Hell Were You Thinking? a podcast.